look Go ahead. Yo, this is Ace. This is Nick from the Lumberyard Recording. Recording, and you are listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Ooh. We <laughs> fish and chips. Awesome. Fish and chips. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to episode one hundred and fifty of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of last week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Samator. And yes, Sean, I choose to be here today. We have an amazing show for episode one fifty, our first episode in the new recording space. No longer are we where we were for three years. But sometimes change is good. Sometimes change is great. Yes. Because I am happy as a damn clam here in this new space. It's a little less echoey also, which is really nice. I'm getting good vibes in my headphones right now. And you know what? I'm just happy to be here, Sam. Instead of a 20-minute drive, it took you about two it was a solid two minutes, though. I mean, solid. <laughs> if you get caught at that stop sign and there's another no, car no. trying to go, there are no, no lights between Sam's house and No, mine. there's one. Oh, there's Dunks Ferry. There's one. There's, there's Dunks one Ferry yeah. and Bell Green. So if he hits that red light, it's two and a half minutes. We don't got time for that shit anymore. No, the struggle's real now. No more street road. No more turnpike. You have no, okay. one, two, three no. turns to get to my house. No, the best part is... Because we, we know when I was in my that car accident a few yeah. years ago, I still have to pass that yeah. every time I had to do a podcast. And, you know, we did on Thursdays, which was the, the day the accident happened. So every day it was always in the back of my mind. So I'm kind of glad that I don't have to pass it. And, you know, this is a celebratory thing. We, we wanted to purposely hold off on episode 150 until we got into the new space. We could have done it at the old one and said goodbye, blah, blah, blah. But we had a really special treat for you last week with the WePod takeover from our WePod squad brethren, the Ion Ryan Show, and MRC Tech presents the last podcast. And I have to say, outside of like a two-minute... They probably forgot to hit the edit button. <laughs> exactly. Besides that, dude, it was an excellent yeah. episode, especially that opening. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, they did, they did a great job. That, that was I was not expecting that opening. They, I got to hand it to both of them. That was that was very clever. If you haven't heard it yet, it's the bonus episode in our feed right below this one. Uh, actually, two below this one. MRC Tech presents the last podcast episode eight dropped this last Tuesday, but before that, a week ago, the Wee Pod Takeover. It's called. It's a bonus episode. Three hours long three hours long but i'll tell you well worth it when i was moving going back and forth from the old house to the new house man i had that on almost in its entirety and what a joy to listen to no even for when we had to you know to move here you know for the new space it was kind of like oh cool i have Four different trips to listen to podcasts. I'm always backed up on podcasts. So it was, it was good. It was nice. Yeah, and it was a great episode. So check that one out. Uh, but we're back. We're here for episode 150. We're super excited because we have a ton to talk about. And yes, they covered D23 last week, but we're going to hit it because there was a couple of announcements, particularly one that I know Sam <laughs> is so jacked up yeah. on that he has not gotten to talk about yet. So I'm going to hand yeah. the mic over to him for that one. Can't wait yeah. to hear your thoughts. It was funny because I have been really quiet. I made a couple of posts on Instagram. But yeah. other, other than that, I was kind of just like, let me go message a few people just to kind of hold me over until yeah. we got here. And then he's, he's been saving this for two damn weeks yeah. almost. So we're excited to talk about D23. Oddly enough, the lucky stars have aligned for us and Nintendo had a direct on Wednesday. So we get to talk about that hot off the presses. So episode 150 is jam-packed with that. We have a couple of reviews in the movie space, including for Joker. 
Can't wait to hear IGN's impressions of Joker. Plus it, there was a trailer for the Breaking Bad movie. And a reminder, Titan Season 2 starts today, the day you're listening to the show, Friday, September 6th. So beware to go on the DC Universe app and watch Season 2 of Titans Episode 1. It will be available by the time you basically hear this episode. It'll be available at 9 a.m. So if you're listening to this... literally... So when you're listening to this... I will literally be watching yeah. Titan Season 2. Th- this episode will release at 5 a.m. So if you listen to it in the first four hours of its birth, Titans won't be available. But more than <laughs> yes, likely, yes. Titans is available as you're hearing this. So remember that, too. Um, and then we have five, count them, five reviews in the gaming space. The early November dropped yet another single. And I have my impressions of all out from AEW. All that plus more on tap. Uh, no CGC spotlight of the week this week. We wanted to focus on the content, and we'll be back with that next week with Sam CGC Spotlight. Yes, sir. That's it. <laughs> that was it. To give everyone an info, just mo- half my collection right now is, is getting reholdered. So I didn't want to, you know, half-ass grab just like a random book. I always try to bring a book that has something to do with what we're talking about or a movie or a TV show. Yeah, it only took three and a half minutes for us to have our first awkward moment yeah. of silence. It took us 150 uh, to get I here. wanted to get it out of the way. We started from episode one and we're still doing what we're doing. Uh, go over to WePodcastWeKnowThings.com for all things we podcast and We Know Things. Link in the description. It's got links to my Twitter, Sam's Twitter. Twitter, our uh, our show's Facebook, our show's Instagram, so all that good stuff, plus links to all the episodes, and that could be the Ion Ryan Show, MRC Tech Presents the Last Podcast, and this one, but we'd love to hear from you. So, we podcast and we know things, all one word, at gmail.com, gets you in touch with us, we'll read your stuff on the air, answer the question live, you can also go to our Instagram page, hit the email button, that'll take you right to our address, and you can send us any nerdy questions you have, like we said, We'll answer them on the air. Same with the reviews. If you take the time to rate and review the pod, we will read all of our reviews on the air. Uh, one star, three star, five star, don't care. Appreciate you doing that. And again, just another quick shout out to our We Pod Squad brethren, the Ion Ryan Show, and the MRC Tech Presents the Last Podcast, alternating Tuesdays right here on our channel's feed. So we hope you enjoy that content and we appreciate you. But we're going to start off before we get to D23 and the Nintendo Direct with our trivia. It's two to two. First to 11, win by two. Again, have no idea if I asked this. I may have because I'm running out of questions. (laughs) (laughs) That's a shame. (laughs) It is. What year was Atari 2600 released? Wow. I thought you were going to say what year did D23 begin. That's my my backup question. Good. Damn it. Sam is ahead of three to two. (laughs) I'm going to come up with another question on the spot. Um, So now he has to, I'll I'll give him time to stall so he can think of something. I got to think of this fucking answer before I come up with a backup question. Uh, The Atari 2600, uh, 1981, 1979, maybe, 1983, somewhere in there. No, the video game crash of 83 was because of Pac-Man on the Atari 2600. Um, So I'm I'm just staring off the space. Is he reading off the wall? (laughs) This is my thinking space. Okay. Uh, He's looking at the wall. Well, it used to be out my back window, my big back door. Or, yeah. uh, with the squirrels, but yeah. we don't have squirrels in this neighborhood. Oh, yeah, there's squirrels in this neighborhood. There's cats. I know that for a fact. There's two of them that run through my yard at night. I'm going to go... Oh, my God. I'm, in, I'm, I'm at 71 or 80... I'm sorry, 79 or 81. The, the 2600, you say? Yes. All right, I'm going to cheap out because I know you're getting a full point, and I'm going to try and stay yeah. within reach. Give me the answer. So I'm going to give you the exact answers I have. Okay. 
79, 81. I, I said I was between 79 81. 79's not on there. I have to go D, 1981. Incorrect. Yeah, okay. 75? 77. 77, okay. All right, Sam. No, you said the two, I was like, oh, cool. I haven't turned that off. I'm up if he has it. <laughs> All right, Sam. What year did D23 begin? I don't know. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would come up with a different question. <laughs> I said that's my backup question. I believe Sometimes them. you got to think on the fly. Maybe you could have asked an easier question. And I would have got it right. I have no idea when D23 happens. I need answers because I have no idea. Uh, are you Are you positive? Dude, unless this was the first damn one, I don't know. It was not the first damn okay, one. So. Uh, 2008, 2009, 2011, 2012. I skipped 2010 just to throw you off a little bit. 2011. Incorrect. 2009. We are – this was the 10th. We are, Or the 11th, actually. We are back two to 2-2. Two. Great. <laughs> As Sean and Ryan poked fun at us. On the bonus episode, we're two to two for the seven hundredth time. <laughs> It'll take us a long time to get there. You bastards! Uh, but a big show tonight. We're going to start off with arguably the biggest news that dropped in the past two weeks, and that's D twenty three. We have it in its entirety. Uh, we have the Disney Plus stuff and the theatrical stuff. Um, before we get into the rest of it, we got to let you go. We're going to just start mm-hmm. right at the Disney Plus space with one particular show in mind, and you've been asking for it for all three I mean, years. I, I think the it was the biggest and best news in the entire D23. Sam, it's worth the pr- subscription price alone. Oh, yeah. But Moon Knight yeah. is getting its very own TV series. About damn time. They finally listened to the damn fans who have been screaming for this movie or TV show for something, and we're finally getting a TV show. We have, there's no freak, I don't think there is a set release date. Probably not, we're not going to get it until 2022. There's no actors yet. Um, I'm a little nervous because they said that Disney Plus will not have any rated R content. Yes, that is correct. They're going to save that for Hulu. And Moon Knight to me is a rated R character. Probably. Um, and there, there's a way you make it PG 13. Yeah, yeah, but then you, you just can't don't show, show blood, the gore. Right. Sucks. You could show like a smidgen. Right, you oh, can show they better show something, but they can't do like a lot of the gore. They can yeah. do like one f bomb, an episode or a season, a season, I and think. then maybe maybe throw a shit in there. Yeah, they could they could get away with shit pretty much however they want to, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of off screen kills, and like this, like the sword will go into the body, but you hear it, you don't see it. Yeah, which uh, I I hopefully I'll be okay with it if they kind of get like stick to how Daredevil was. Like I don't know if Daredevil. I mean. I guess Daredevil could have been rated R, especially the third season. But yeah. if you give me like a borderline PG-13 R, I think it'll be okay. I think what they say was like an action adventure, I think I heard him say it was. An action adventure series focusing on Mark Spector. Sam, for those who don't know who Moon Knight is, who Mark Spector is, give us a little bit of background on this character. Because you are more jacked up for okay, this yeah. than anything you've ever been jacked up for, probably ever on this show. I mean, so, I, and But not everybody knows Moon Knight. I would say besides Moon Knight, Batman, and Nightwing, that's kind of like my, my three favorites from new DC Marvel. Yeah. But okay, Moon Knight. A lot of people say he's Marvel's Batman. I mean, I, I could see why they say that he's a rich guy. Batman's rich, blah blah blah. But he has multiple personalities disorders. Mark Spector. Yes, does. he does. Yeah. So Mark Spector, he's a mercenary. So he, he, I believe, I don't know if he got, I don't know if it was just soldiers or if it was Bushmen that actually attacked him and basically almost killed him. He kind of crawls to this this uh, uh, god of Conchu statue in Egypt and basically. He becomes the fist of Kanchu. He be- uh-huh. gives him his origins. Like it's there's different iterations. So I'm interested to see. I kind of hope they don't take the Max Bemis route. 
I, I know, you, I know you love him, but that's I, I only love him because yeah. he's Max Beeman. He could I'll, take I'll that, say, anything. say anything. He wrote Moon Knight from epi- or issue like eighty yeah. to now. I think he's doing uh, continuing to do yeah. the run, but it is a different take. And like in his Moon Knight, in his run, he's like in like a white business suit. That's okay. not my, my my Moon Knight. He doesn't draw him though. No, he he doesn't draw him, but it's the, the, the whole run since he's right. in whoever was, was it Smallwood maybe I, I forget the guy's name. Do you but, own any of those books? Yeah, I own all of them. Okay. I, I read it. It's Moon Knight. Anything Moon Knight, I'm gonna pick up. Like yeah, next week a Moon Knight one annual is coming out. They're they're gonna get the comic book readers now hype on Moon Knight now. Mm-hmm. So I expect a whole another issue of Moon Knight to kind of get fans hype again. So eventually he becomes the version I know is. He becomes the Fist of Khonshu, basically fighting criminals. Mm-hmm. He was first introduced in Werewolf by Night 32. But in his origin in that, he was basically hired by this, this corrupt people to fight this werewolf. And then he eventually finds out that the people that hired him is actually corrupt. So then he becomes kind of the hero. But he has these power, like powers of like, kind of like super strength a little bit. And it's people say that during the full moon he gets his powers like his, like i said his origin stories differs who's writing it what uh what's his weapon of choice like i would say instead of like batman has his batarang he has like moon crescents mm-hmm. like well like like, like throwing stars yeah, just in the shape a, of like a crescent a, moon yes exactly so that's kind of what he he has there he has like a little bow staff he has a little he's like a moon copter which is pretty cool mm-hmm. so mark specter's the mercenary he has another multiple personality, Jake Lockley. He's basically a taxi cab driver. He basically finds out all the info of all the shit during the streets of all the gangs. That's how he finds out his info. He also has Stephen Grant, which is basically his millionaire playboy persona actor. Kind of just, that's kind of like the Bruce Wayne cut. That's why people could say like that. And and Moon Knight. And I, the one thing I liked about Moon Knight were when people would like punch him or something, like or like throw something at him, a lot of superheroes would dodge. He would take the hit. And keep coming at you. Like he just wouldn't stop. And I just like how brutal he was. That's why for me to see him in the PG-13, it's, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I just hope they don't take that business. If they take that business suit route, I'm going to be upset. Now, would you have preferred animated over live action? No, no I want live action. Okay, so you're happy with the choice. Because and he showed up in, I think it was, I don't know if it was um, Avengers um, Assemble, that animated show on Disney. I think he showed up on one episode there, which was okay. It was mm-hmm. cute or whatever, but... My Moon Knight, I, I need a live action. I have two people in mind that I think would make a great Moon Knight, and Mark Spector and everyone involved. One, Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Considering everyone, has, he's been kind of all, throughout the years, he's been up and down, up and down, but he's a great actor, and I think he can do a perfect Moon Knight and everybody else. Number two, Jensen Ackles. From Supernatural. He's doing, he's filming the final season of Supernatural now. He's going to be wide open. I mean, I would have loved to see him play the Red Hood, but I don't know if that's on DC Slate. And if they're not going to do anything with that, and if I'm Jensen, you're looking for a job, I think he's the right age, and I think he can play this this character. I think he'd be a perfect Moon Knight. I'm looking up Jensen Ackles. Um, he was actually in an like, awesome... Upcoming. And he looks like he doesn't really have A movie much I would upcoming. recommend he was in, it's My Bloody Valentine 3D. That's a I've seen guilty it. pleasure of mine, and I, I think it's a great movie. doesn't look know. like he has anything upcoming. Yeah, 2020, the only thing he has on his slate is the supernatural ending. Yeah, I mean, dude, you figure you're filming nine months out of the year, so, like, his free time after that, he owns the um, the family business. It's a beer, beer company that he started. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's a pretty busy guy, and the probably two months he is off, I'm sure he wants to spend with his family and kids and mm-hmm. stuff. But I think that would be a great choice. Again, we're not going to get it for a little while, but... I'm hyped now. Obviously, his first appearance has doubled, if not tripled, in price. I'm watching 
the prices just keep going up and now up. You already had these books, so you oh, don't got to go on a hunt. Oh, yeah. What's I, your highest grade? 9.4. Okay. Appearance. So I think I, the last one I saw, I think, sold was like, I think it was like 6,000. Yeah. And I, and I won that off a $25 raffle. So describe to the listeners where you were when you heard the news. When the, when the news came to you, it was a couple Saturday. I think it was on Saturday night, two Saturdays ago. I believe, uh, I think I actually saw it first. In the uh, comic book fiend club chat, uh-huh. a buddy Juan uh, Ink Jedi on Instagram basically just said the title Moon Knight, and I was like, "What is this real?" He's like, "Dude, Marvel just said it." I believe I might have been downstairs. I might levitated upstairs on my computer. Boom, 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 and then that's when I found that. Bam, bam, and there's Moon Knight, and I was just like, "Yes, someone is listening to us." So it, it was just a great moment. I know I'm not the only one. There's so many Moon Knight fanatics. Yeah. And I know one guy on Instagram's got a nine eight. I, I tried I oh. made I made an offer, but it, it was nine enough. four plus some some cash. And a boatload. <laughs> and it was not enough. Uh anything else you want to tie off on your Moon Knight hype before we move on? I would just people always ask me what run to pick up or what, what would you do? I would say first, you know, if you could pick read his first appearance just to kind of see how he gets introduced or whatever. But I would I love David Finch's run as Moon Knight. The way he draws him, that's how I want my Moon Knight to be in live action. Hmm. As long if they follow David Finch or any, I'm waiting to hear any little inkling of story they're going to use. If they do that, we're fine. And we'll keep you fully updated on not only the Moon Knight piece, but all the stuff that's happened at D23. We'll continue to follow up. And when those little castings come out and the stories and the leaks and all that stuff, we'll obviously have yeah. that covered on future episodes. But we're going to put a little bit of emphasis on Moon Knight because when Sam gets hyped about something, and I'm talking like life-changing hype, <laughs> it gets me interested yeah. because I'm I'm psyched that you're yeah. psyched. So I've taken an interest in the Moon Knight over the past couple of years as a casual observer, casual fan. And this news, I was on my couch, that couch right there, uh, and I was laying down. My fat ass just darted up, stood and walked back and forth in my living room, just like just checking to see if it was yeah. real. Um, and then looking at your Instagram to make sure to like wait for your post. I, I, was, I think I freaked. I was waiting for like the video post of your face going, Moon Knight or but something I like think, that. I actually, I think you I posted something on like your computer screen or something. No, I think that's when I first found out. And then I had to go to a buddy's house and I was driving out. We just hyped and I just made it. It was like, Moon Knight's coming, baby. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, they announced a couple other live action shows for. Uh, the Disney streaming service, or Disney Plus, I should say, coming along with Moon Knight, they announced She-Hulk and Miss Marvel as well. I'm, I'm actually really excited for She-Hulk. It's, I don't know if people don't know this, but it was Stan Lee's last story he ever did, then he retired, and then, I think that was in the 82? And I think in like 93, he came back and, and created one more character. Jennifer Walters, aka She-Hulk, I think, isn't She-Hulk? She doesn't turn whenever, right? She is just She-Hulk. She turns into She-Hulk and never turns back, That's is that right? L- later. Later okay. later in the comic run, eventually, she can never turn back. She stays permanent. That's gotta be a kick in the knackers. Yeah, and you know, in my head, when I was younger, I was all like, oh, She-Hulk, oh, like... The Hulk will ha- the Hulk has somebody. You right. know what I mean? Right. But it's his cousin. <laughs> oh. If they're in Alabama, that yeah. doesn't matter. So, so so if you but, didn't like uh, my knowledge of it, if I read the comic right, that she gets As long as you didn't read it backwards, I she, think you're okay. She, she gets ill and needs a blood transfusion and okay. gets it from her from cousin Bruce, Bruce Banner and gets a like a less tempered Hulk. That's pretty goddamn but genius. Here's yes, I mean Stan Lee. I mean there you go, rest in peace. But one thing that I just I had a great idea earlier, and I was like and I, I made a note just to make sure I didn't say a podcast. Now, this is a perfect way. To get the Hulk. No. Okay. I mean, yes, that also true. Great way to bring the Hulk on a TV show because they can't have this movie. Daredevil. Uh, Introduce Daredevil back mm-hmm. into Disney+. Plus. She's a lawyer. 
He's Matt Murdock's lawyer. So I was like, wow, maybe because that's why I think that's 2022 also. Mm-hmm. And that is technically two or three years after Netflix. So if so facto, he can appear. Now, I did go to the uh, Franklin Institute and I checked out the Marvel exhibit. Have you done that yet? I did not. It's over on September 11th. So you have one more week yeah. to get to it. Um, Doesn't look good for 30, me. 35 bucks to Kalina, took Ashley. We met Ryan Popejoy and his lady friend down there. So five of us hung out, saw Sean Knowles there. Um, but, uh, went through the exhibit, got some cool pictures. They had their own She-Hulk section. They had a little tiny smidge on Moon Knight. I would say for the movie fans, it's cool to get like the photo ops with the statues, but this is for comic fans. Yeah. They have originals. They have, uh, storyboards. They have all that cool stuff and it's everywhere. You could spend five hours in there if you really wanted to going through everything. We had a crying baby, so not the best idea. Um, we got some cool photos, but really didn't get to do much of the wall sniffing. That was Pope. Afterwards, we said, you guys go back through, Ryan. I know that you kind of yeah. rushed with us. We're leaving, so go do your thing. Um, and it's like the place, it's heaven for you. Yeah. Now, outside of the She-Hulk, outside of the other stuff, there was an entire statue dedicated to Miss Marvel. And she had looked a little stretchy. What's her backstory? She looks stretched out. Oh, in this yeah. Marvel. she. I'm not too familiar with her. She wasn't. She's not my cup of tea, but she. I, I don't know if she's like Elastic Girl, but I think it's some of her powers. I always see her arms outstretched. I've never read the comic, so I can't act like I know what she does. No, is this a show? If you had to rank them, you're probably Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel. Oh, 100%. Like, okay. and, and, like, Miss Marvel to me is like Jessica Jones season three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just like, ah, like... Okay, I, I I guess I gotta watch it, but I'm not like super like I'm not invested. Like day one Moon Knight, She Hulk probably be a day one, you know. But eh, Miss Marvel, that eh, could be a rainy day. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna go into the other stuff. You know, some of it will be Marvel, some of it will not. This section is dedicated completely to the Disney Plus service. Then we'll hop into the movies, the theatrical run stuff right after that from D23. Some of this stuff we'll hit on real quick. Some of it we'll talk a little bit deeper in. Starting off with Hillary Duff appeared on stage. We're getting a Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> sequel series starring hillary yeah. duff 20 friggin years later that's pretty yeah. insane no, it, it is pretty insane and I, I, I can't remember the last time i seen her in something i remember she was in some mask movie with the, the dude from one tree hill i i forget what the hell it was called but some someone knows what i'm talking about but i think it was the last thing i seen her seen her in lizzie mcguire chad michael murray yeah that, that was yeah. him that was the movie i, I forget what it was freaking called yeah but it was almost like phantom of the opera ish but their faces weren't deformed but I never, I guess I watched a few episodes of Lizzie McGuire. It wasn't, you know, obviously my cup of tea, but hey, for, for everyone out there, get on. Uh, I will, I will say though that this to me, I don't, I think 100% this is trying to capitalize off like Veronica Mars coming back 20, like 10, 15 oh, something years later. Yeah. She's an older protagonist. It's still going to star it the same person. It was a huge yeah. show. Kind of, it was like that and even Stevens were like back to back. And now even Stevens is kind of never coming back. If they get Shia LaBeouf again no, I to would come back. T- I would be totally down for more even Stevens. <laughs> we got High School Musical, the musical, uh, which I think is a – it's a series. Yeah, High School Musical, the musical, the series. So we got a trailer for so, that. I mean, that's going to probably be a whole new character. There's no way they brought the same um, crew back. D- I don't think that yeah. Zac Efron is going to be back yeah. for that one. Yeah, I would, I would hope not. Yeah. Uh, and of all the Toy Story characters – we're getting Forky asks a question. Now, we knew this already. It was previously yeah. announced. But I, it still just blows my mind that the damn Spork from the fourth film is getting its own spinoff as opposed to the dinosaur or I know – well. And can't it's say Don Rickles. Can't well, say Don yeah. Rickles. Yeah. yeah. So like – But I do love that he's still – Or Bo Peep. I still love that they used his voice, that they yeah. 
they kind of all his audio from everything he did to do it. So I thought that was a really nice touch. Uh, something else that was previously announced, but we got some more information on was Monsters at Work, which is going to be a spinoff in the Monsters uh, Inc. universe, which is pretty cool. Still Sully and, and Mike? Because, um, I mean, to have, uh, was it uh, Mike Good, uh, it's, Good, Goodman and, and Billy Crystal? It's set in the same world. Uh, let's see. It looks like... I mean, probably not. I think they would have been right up front. It looks like it's it. a character that um, graduates from Monsters U and goes to work at the Monster Factory. So maybe they'll make an appearance, but this does not I would look, hope so. This is not centered on yeah. Sully and okay. Mike. This is going to be um, Ben Feldman and Aisha Tyler. We know who Aisha yeah, Tyler is. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be starring. Um, then we got a little bit more on Marvel's What If, which is cool because I always think that could be really nice. We got a little bit more on Loki. Um Tom Hiddleston wasn't there, but he did send out a video message thanking everybody for uh, his. Um, yeah, he's he's doing a Broadway his, his thing right now. Yeah, yeah, that's why we, he wasn't there. Uh, we also got a little bit more on Marvel's Falcon and Winter Soldier. Basically, uh, we got that Daniel Brühl is returning as Baron Zemo, and he will have his purple mask, which is Ooh, freaking awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Did not hear that one. And Emily Van Camp is going to come back as Sharon Carter. Which could be a little weird given Beneath the ending to Endgame. Yes. It's like, oh, I kissed my great. Uh. We get a little bit more in WandaVision, which is super funny because this is going to be a sitcom. It's going to be like the yeah. weirdest thing Disney Plus has, and I'm here for it. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie and say I, I, I'm so thrilled to see it, but again, I'm going to see it. I just, I'm like, okay. Kat Dennings is going to be back as Darcy Lewis, Randall Park as Jimmy Woo, Catherine Hahn as a nosy neighbor. I think this show, because you're doing it, like, I think of, like, Married with Children, but with, like, Wanda and the Vision. Like, I mean, who knows? What, it could Vision, be the best show they make. Vision in a suit. Vi- yeah, right. Yeah. Vision in a suit, like, coming home from work, <laughs> putting a suitcase down. I think that's, uh, listen, I'm a sitcom kind of I, sap. So. I just have to see how the hell they try to pull this off. It says, to quote, it will be a half classic sitcom, half full MCU spectacular. So, like, if they do, like, scenes where when they get home, it's that funny thing. But when they go to work, they go to work yeah. to kick some ass. I think, like, they could kind of blend be, okay, that together. That that could be neat. That could be neat. Uh, it's, you know what to me this is? It's an attempt to make two background characters more important in the lore, even yeah. though one of them's dead, which is yeah. a shame. And a robot. And a ro- <laughs> Yeah, he's dead and not a real person. Um, I think it's like the attempt to make them like even bigger than they are, which I appreciate because we're getting, I guess, uh, more based on the ending to Endgame, we're getting more focus on characters that took a backseat there that had yes. a chance to shine yeah. a little bit. Uh, there were some live-action Disney movies announced for Disney+. Plus. Stargirl, which is a coming-of-age story based on the novel. I don't know anything about Stargirl. doesn't seem like it's a Marvel thing. I'm not 100%. So when you say Stargirl, I think of DC. That's yeah. the Stargirl I know. I, that's definitely not that. Yeah. I can 100% yeah. <laughs> confirm that Marvel is not doing a DC yeah. character. Uh, Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made, which is the story of Timmy and his world-class detective agency. That's probably going to be for kids. Most of the stuff's yeah. going to be for yeah. kids. A live-action Lady and the Tramp, which we knew about, but this has Tessa Thompson and Justin Thoreau as the main romantic duo. And uh, there will be a new take on He's a Tramp, the song by Janelle Monet. I did, only thing I really can contribute to that story is that they they took one of the dogs that was like in like a shelter that was like That's on its way out and they yeah. saved him and he's the star of the movie. I was like, wow, that is awesome. That is cool. Yeah. Togo, based on the true story of how a man and his dog embark on a life saving mission. So if you're into dogs, yeah. like you're you're know, in. I'm on always this. afraid they're gonna die. So I like, I still haven't watched Marley. Except and you love John Wick. I, 
I, I do, but I, I went in not ex- knowing the dog was going to die. But like I know Spoilers. what happens in Mar- Marley and me, and I yeah. know it, I hear it's horrible. I couldn't, I, I couldn't do it. I refuse. I'm, that's the only. I Wilson haven't movie, seen right? one second of it. I refuse. I'm yeah. like, no, nah, I'm good. I can't do that either. Uh, and then Noel, starring Anna Kendrick as Santa Claus's daughter, who finds herself needing to save the holidays with the help of her brother, played by Bill Hader. Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader I, in a Christmas I, I, film. I'm, not, I'm here for that. I know I'm not a huge Anna Kendrick oh, fan. I'm just, oh, my own. She's just, I don't know. I, hey, I did not my Blood Archie Squirrel Girl was, oh, no, no, I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Wait, what? Because you, you people have been like fan cast, like, you, you're perfect for Squirrel Girl. Oh, Squirrel, Squirrel Girl. Girl. Okay. And I was like, mm, 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 mm. So she, now she got bad juju. <laughs> Is that because she's got bigger teeth? No. Well, I m- swear maybe, to God, that's maybe, what people and her think. Hair, she's got a little yeah. bit of buck teeth to her. Kind of, so she kind of would be perfect, but I'm like, That's uh. teethist. Uh, dentist. Oh, dentist! There. And, 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 okay, and my reason for not liking Squirrel Girl, Marvel tries to make her the strongest thing in the universe. Like, come on. Yeah, we let's, know, let's, let's we, be real here. We already know that that's Ant-Man. Uh, the Muppets will be getting an unscripted short-form series called Muppets Now. Again, there was a little teaser shown. I'm here for that. Unscripted Muppets? Yeah. That's got to be fun. Those old dudes? That's just gonna be. I'm, no, I'm but in. it's not gonna be like how it was when we were. Oh, it'll be very PG with like you know, some adult. Jokes. I think it'll be G. Like we had it like PG, PG thirteen. Now I think it's gonna just be the a little... censors in the nineties were different. Man. I know you could get away with a lot more shit. I just I watched uh, Little Rascals when I was doing redoing my basement. I was throwing Good Burger and throwing Little Rascals oh, wow. just as some background movies yeah. that I haven't watched in a while. And Little Rascals has so many adult jokes in it. I was shit in my pants. Like, I didn't know what this meant as a oh, kid. Oh, went right over your head. Uh, yeah. Now I'm, like, watching it as an adult. Like, this is <laughs> not appropriate. This is yeah, not yeah. appropriate. And Good yeah. Burger, too, has some some jokes. I, I picked up on those when I was a kid. But damn it, dude. Little Rascals is, like, kind of raunchy. And I, like, I dig it. I, I did, like, Sinbad in that movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's coming to Parks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that yeah. one, too. Uh, Diary of a Female President is the story of a 12-year-old girl who's trying to make her way through school before eventually becoming the president of the United States. Jane the Virgin's Gina Rodriguez will be the adult version of the character. Uh, we have Star Wars: The Clone Wars is getting a. Nice. It's, it's been confirmed for February 2020, so we have a release date fast. for the Clone nice. Wars. Uh, we're getting that long rumored series about Rogue One. Yeah, so that's coming as well. That will be based on. Uh, let's see, Cassian Andor, which was Diego Luna's character, and K2SO, which was Alan Tudyk's character so in Rogue All One. All this is gonna be before. I mean, it has it, to. Be. It's like a prequel of the prequel. Prequels, prequel. Oh, Jesus we, we got Christ. it. Then we got an, the first trailer. For the Mandalorian. Oh my Dude, god. How good. Phenomenal. How good was that trailer? Sold. And they didn't even show you Pedro Pascal's face. Like, people were like, does he even take off his helmet in the series? Like, no one knows. Yeah. Like, I, 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 never, I haven't even seen him in a picture without his helmet. They did confirm that Boba Fett will not be at least in season one. Because this does kind of go See, around. See, my, the- my thing about that, like, yeah, he was this badass warrior, but he just died like a wimp. And like, ah. <sighs> He went uh, down by the pit of the yeah, snar slack. Yeah. Honestly, know, honestly, like the only way I'm okay with really seeing him again is if he survived that somehow. Ooh, that would be it. Like I don't know. I don't care. Like he died a limp. That's it. I don't need to say it. Uh, and then Sean's pissed. And, <laughs> and then finally, uh, actually revealed, not just rumored, the Obi Wan series is Hype. real. Hype as shit. Uh, let's see. He's back, baby. It will begin filming in 2020. No plot or anything like that. I don't. I don't even care. All. All I needed to know that Ewan McGregor was coming back. That's all I needed. He was on stage. I was exultant. So, oh, he was on stage, wasn't yes, he? Was. He? Yes, he was. I watched it. Whew, my goodness, that was a lot. Yeah, it was. And and, and it was it was a great D23. I mean, they could have just said Moon Knight and ended it. I'd be like, 
fantastic. So we didn't even get into theatrical stuff. Give me a grade so far as I pull up the other article with all this of, stuff. Of everything? Life. Yeah, like so just for the Disney Plus stuff. Like how you feeling now about Disney Dude, Plus? I mean, now knowing also they get that that bundle deal with ESPN Plus and Hulu oh, it's for a, thirteen it's, bucks. And the the was it, you said the three year deal? The three year deal for four ninety nine yeah. or something like that. Like you no, got, I think it was like hundred and twenty or hundred and thirty bucks for three years. Like yeah. you, you almost have to take it. So honestly, it's like a solid A minus. Like what what more can we expect? You know, uh, I got my Moon Knight. I'm happy. Yeah, dude. You could I'm they could have just That's came what I'm out saying. That's all they had to do. Else. I'm fine. Yeah. A minus. Done. A minus, dude. He gave he got Moon Knight and he still didn't want to give it an A. It's, it's very hard to get that perfect A plus. <laughs> did you see the new trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker? I did. And Actually, where's, your, where's your hype lie on episode nine? I mean, I'm still hype. I mean, okay, it can't be any worse than eight. Wow, he still continues to shit on eight. Dude, I, they again, showed off a little dark side right. I, I, I did hear Sean's ending of his. Yeah, that's no moon. It's a breakdown, and he he did of what he liked. I think he said he liked it was like seventy percent of the movie, and then he did say they should be embarrassed of her like doing the like Superman in it. I was okay. He gave me that. He didn't like the scene of. Um, well, what's name in the beginning? Snoke. No, when he comes bot babbling out. Oh yeah, Finn. Finn. That was very. What not he funny. what he could have said was Finn in the chick storyline was garbage. That was would have been better. Mm-hmm. But he kind of like said it Rose. was kind of good. I think if Finn I'm Finn and Rose. Yeah, I I think that I'll whole never thing was, ever forget the crash. No, when the, she tried to, to me say, that, that whole was the scene, worst. garbage, that was garbage. Awful. That was awful. But other than that, okay. Like I'm hyped. I mean, it, it could be the dark riot. People are hyped about that. I, I mean, you know with the. The dual sided, you know, yep, like Darth Maul. I was <laughs> like, "Oh shit!" So I, I'm didn't, hyped. Didn't we get that at the end of episode eight? The little tease. Or, I don't think so. When did he? When did he make that little comeback? Was that at the end of eight? No. Oh, oh well, now yeah, yeah, you're yeah. talking. Um. Uh, uh. Rogue One, right? No, it wasn't Rogue One. Solo. Solo. It was the end of Solo. Solo. That was what it was. So never mind, because Solo does not take place at all. Yeah, it was the, <laughs> that yeah, trilogy. It was like whoever was that was I hope Mother gets, Dragons, whatever hope, movie she was in. That yeah, was I hope he gets a spinoff, uh, either movie or series. Just a dark I, again, another guy that I hope, I hope he survived. He was cut in half and maybe, fell very maybe, far. Maybe he's on the like, way down. He maybe he's like a Namekian and he can grow back. Oh, Think about okay. that. Namekian. You went to Namek for Star Wars. I went to DBZ for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, hey, we don't know what he could do. Who knows? We, we, can we got Black Panther two officially unveiled yep. for May sixth, twenty twenty two. It's three years from now. Yeah. Is is that too long? I think it's probably the right amount of time. It, I mean, I'm thinking if they're going to introduce Namor, mm-hmm. with, with they had that little hint at, to kind of give them more time to find the actor and you mm-hmm. know maybe the technology that they're going to need to you know show how Namor can use his powers. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Yeah. We got a little bit more on Marvel's Eternals, including Kit Harrington yeah. joining the film, but not in a – well, it could be in a main role. We all thought that when he joined the MCU, it was going to be maybe Wolverine, something like yeah. that. But he is actually going to be uh, joining the movie The Eternals. He will be playing Dane Whitman, a non-Eternal who does have some history in the Marvel comics. Um he said as one of the characters to use the name Black Knight. Yeah, Black Knight. That's, I don't that's know anything a, yeah. about Black Knight. I think on the cover of the, I forget his, his first, the number of his first appearance, but he's riding a horse. Like he's like a black, what you think of a black knight, like that's yeah. exactly what it is. And I heard, just heard another, you know, I don't know if it was Kit or if it was uh, uh, Madden. Uh-huh. He kind of said, you don't even know the full cast yet. There's still big names waiting to be dropped. And I was that's like, cool. okay. Like, I mean, okay, you, 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 you know, I'm interested now. Like I, I, I was always interested. This movie has me so I hyped. mean, the only, like the main reason I'm interested is 
this Kirby created this. This yeah. is Jack Kirby. So it's like, I'm interested to see what they do with his world. Marvel's Black Widow got a little bit of uh, David Harbour action as he was actually in costume as the Red Guardian yeah. on stage, which looked cool. He's it, David Harbour. Yeah, he's hard. He's cool. And there was a couple leaked stuff. I can't say who whose Instagram I saw it on, but I saw most of the trailer. And the fight scenes, it looked good. Yeah. I still don't know how I feel how Taskmaster looks yet. Because mm-hmm. I, I still regret selling that damn book. But I... I, I have faith. Yeah. I have faith. Because, I mean, this is Black Widow's last movie. Yeah, we got Disney's Jungle Cruise. A look at that. It's The Rock and Emily Blunt uh, to give us footage on the new film, Jungle Cruise. Uh, it's they, they say that the mummy it's got some mummy vibes to it but there's that i don't really know much yeah, about I, it. I don't i don't know anything really about that but what i'll just say quick of Dwayne the rock johnson we know kevin hart was in a pretty bad car accident hopefully it gets better soon his back surgery went well but the one thing i wanted to mention that uh kelly clarkson just had her first talk show or whatever and kevin hart was the first guest mm-hmm. obviously he couldn't make it with the accident so Dwayne the rock johnson who's on his honeymoon left with the wife's permission and then he was the first guest and filled in for kevin hart i was like what a what a class move that's that jumanji they got that's that bond they formed that's what i'm saying it's like i just thought again that that was just a great move by Dwayne the rock johnson disney's maleficent mistress of evil don't care i still never saw the first one it sucked did it i hated it i heard i heard mixed things i heard it was good then i heard i heard it was like it was okay then i heard it sucked. so boring uh disney's mulan we got some more of the live action or live action stuff from disney's i'm interested more interested than that than maleficent yeah um disney's cruella which is not until 2021 emma stone as cruella yeah, I mean, she looked she looked decent as cruella it's like a punk vibe yeah she yeah like a punk vibe and, 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 and dalmatians we also got one of if not our first look at disney unveiling some details about like a it's almost like a mystery film we don't know much about it pixar's new film soul it's probably about a ghost yeah that's i assume right. a casper-esque 2020 release don't know shit about it pixar also did a little bit of onward i've seen this one before tom holland and chris pratt i think they're like monsters or yeah, something they're playing like that. voices right yeah um yeah holland no yeah we won't even get into that whole deal yeah it's like a monstery thing i think i put the trailer on our facebook a month or so ago uh or two maybe even now and that like was just randomly released we didn't really do much talking about it on this pod we did mention it but we got a little bit more detail about that we got disney's raya and the law uh, the last dragon which is a new animated film for thanksgiving 2020 cassie Steele. uh if it's the same cassie Steele that i know as raya cassie Steele was the little sister in degrassi um and if that's the same cassie Steele, we could get a little Degrassi in oh, my Pixar, oh, which is a good crossover. Uh, if- Pass. <laughs> uh, we got another trailer for Frozen 2. I just don't know how they're going to match. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you can. I think that was kind of like its, its own phenomenon. Coming from a father of a nine-month-old daughter, I have watched Frozen. Let's see. Nine times three is 27. She's been, a, she's been on this earth about 270 days. I have watched Frozen about 200 times about once a day um since she was like three months old it's just and what, i it's probably calms seen her it down. maybe like seven yeah and that's like man and so that's like a lot I'm, I'm at a point where i'm like where can they go with the story the parents are definitely alive how are they going to get some let it go is like the fifth best song in that movie it's not even that great how are they going to top the songs from the first film? The first film front-loaded a lot of its songs, and the back end is a lot more plot. We yeah. usually only watch the first hour, and then we're like, all right, time for bed. Um, songs are over. Good night. But, like, 
that there's a lot of stuff for Disney to build on, but I am so much more excited about the D20 or the Disney Plus stuff than the theatrical stuff. It almost is like another reason for me not to go to the theater. Like yeah, I never, true, true. I never have to go to the movies again because eventually I know it's going to so come to. Have, so we have this, uh, Netflix, uh, DC Universe. I have DC Universe. I have DC Universe. And I have all of them. So you really don't believe. And I actually have ESPN Plus too already because I think it's an awesome bargain. So you're going to have toys. So like, no, I got a lot of stuff to watch. Holy smokes. Throw me one. Um, (laughs) My logins. Uh, All right. After that, there was a, uh, this is not going to go in order by any means. Okay. Uh, But there was a Nintendo Direct on Wednesday. Um, there's always a September Nintendo Direct. They announced it on Tuesday. So I'm so hype, right? I didn't get to watch it live. I watched it about an hour and a half after it aired. I stayed completely away from spoilers. Although, um, you know, they said 40 minutes, all Nintendo Switch. And I'm usually all about the Nintendo Direct. I think they're the greatest thing on the planet. I, I get more hype for them than anything else. And I was so hyped. But then little leaks started coming out. And leak here, leak there. And everything that was announced basically was gosh darn either leaked or oh, was a, a terribly kept secret that we've kind of figured out for months or it was a previously announced game. A lot of the stuff that they announced for the first time wasn't really was that shocking. Yeah. Um, so after I get done with this Nintendo Direct stuff, we're going to do our top three section where Sam's going to give us his top three announcements from D23. I'm going to give the top three announcements from the Nintendo Direct. We'd love to hear yours if you want to tweet us. Um, at Greg Talks a lot, at Samuel Matoro, uh, Facebook us, Instagram, Instagram anyway. DM, whatever. We'd love to hear your highlights of D23 and the Nintendo Direct. But I will say this Nintendo Direct was, for me, disappointing and just very Ooh. okay. Because uh, disappointing, that's a strong word. There was a, a lot of people loved it. A lot of people. And that's loved what I'm saying. It. I heard, that's all I kind of really saw on Twitter. I did see a few people kind of complain, um, saying that there was really, was, like you said, there was no shocker. There Nothing, was also you know. no games for me. There was very few games for me. As a matter of fact, my top three, one has been heavily rumored for months, a new announcement, and the other two are not new announcements. One is, but it was leaked yesterday. So, like, I knew about so it. So it was kinda. leaked before it even... It was leaked before the Direct. Uh, and N- Nintendo was the damn one who leaked it by accident, almost. So, oh, by process of elimination. Although, I am very hyped for it. Uh, a lot of the stuff just wasn't awesome news for me. A yeah. lot of fans think a lot of these things are really cool. I, I am not on board with a lot of these games. But, again, they all can't be 10 out of 10s. I got a billion things to play. Yeah. Um, there's still Luigi's Mansion 3 coming out. There's still Pokemon Sword and Shield coming You'll out be this busy, year alone. Yeah. Then Gears of War, or Gears 5, Borderlands 3, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, all this year. Yeah. Like, there's plenty of stuff. You'll and be then busy with next, Pokemon alone. And then even next year, right? We got Marvel's Avengers in May. We got Cyberpunk in April. So we got a lot of stuff coming down the pike. But here is a recap of the Nintendo Direct from Wednesday, September f- uh, 4th. Let's dive into it. Another demo for Demon X Machina, the uh, mech game that they've showed off a couple times before. The first demo did not go over well, so they announced and released a new demo for you to play available now. So if you want to give this game another shot before release, you got another yeah, chance another with another demo. It's still not a game that talks to me. Tetris 99, which is an awesome free-to-play game for Nintendo Switch Online uh, subscribers, getting a new mode called Invictus, which is... Uh, it's basically for the best of the best. There's also a two-player versus computer mode um, that will be paid DLC. It's kind of shitty. Yeah. 
but that's okay. A new version of the game will be coming September 6th, so the day you're hearing this. Um, and then it's all available now as you're hearing it. So, uh, you know, a free game turning into a paid game to get the extra stuff fine. Nice. I'm very happy with the free version, though, and yeah. I'll continue to play that. We got Rogue Company, which is a new team-based shooter from Hi-Rez Studios coming to the Switch in 2020. Um, Hi-Rez does a ton of multiplayer shooters. Here's just another one. So if you need another multiplayer shooter, Overwatch, Fortnite, all that shit, uh, this is another one for you. Return of the Obra Dinn, uh, which is apparently a lot of people love this game. It's a very stylized... Um, I'll show you the quick screenshot of the art style. It almost looked like it's a sketch. So the art style okay, is pretty okay, neat. Yeah, yeah. Pretty neat. And it's, it's, a, different. it's a port. So this is not a new game. It's already out. It's coming to the Switch this fall. Uh, we got a release date for Trials of Mana, which is the remake of Seiken Densetsu 3, which was previously announced at E3, but now we know we're getting it April 24th, 2020, so that's a great JRPG finally coming out for the first time in America ever, April 24th, 2020. We got like three to five minutes on Animal Crossing New Horizons, and as much as I appreciate that game, it bored the living shit out of me, because this is just not a game that speaks to me very much. I, so you just sat there for five Chris minutes. Chris Shriver like tempted me and dared me to try to get into Animal Crossing, and as much as I want to, he's just, not doing it. I'm Chris. not doing it. I'm yeah. just not doing yeah. it. Like I don't want to invest my time into a game that if I for, don't play for a week, it's either going to punish me or I'm going to forget what the yep. fuck I was doing. Yep. Um, I want a platformer. Go left to right, beat the stage, get your medal, and go on with your life. That's where I'm at with my gaming, or I want Pokemon. Um, but this is where I want to stop for a second because I made you watch this part. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, in the direct, they got like two minutes, and then they dropped a trailer basically showing everything from the direct, but without the narration. The actual trailer in the direct was narrated. Uh, we got three new features, plus two new Pokemon. Yeah. Start off with full character customization. How do you feel? I, I think it's, it's, it's cool to kind of change your look just so you're not looking like the same thing. I could see myself just going, making my look one time and being happy because I, the money that I do have, mm-hmm. I want to get Pokeballs and other items and yeah. stuff like that. The uh, customization options in, so- in Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, while cool, they were kind of limiting. This, you could do gloves and socks and a ton of different hairstyles. And I'm sure they're going to have billions and billions of, of gosh darn uh, tops and bottoms and shoes and all that stuff. So we're just going to get a lot more customization. Yeah. And it, the game looks beautiful. So it I don't, does. It I don't does. care what other people are saying about the tree i can get over the trees being shittily animated if my character looks great i like the idea of stylizing my character to my preference but i'm kind of with you i'll do it um seldomly it's not something yeah, i'm going to go to a town to seek out the store it, it's not every town i'm going to change my damn outfit right and i, I might i that might mean, hey if you if that's you great where that's i can see, where i can see myself doing it a lot is post game when i don't have to spend my money as much yeah and I'm kinda, it's already beaten you have right, all your pokemon yeah. right i'm kind of like that's where i might do it but again lot of customization which is always a good thing then they showed pokemon camp where you can play with your pokemon together feed them do this that and the other so another way to raise your friendship uh and all the other cool ivs that come with that and just for pokemon to interact in a new way with new interactions you can uh like shower off your tyranitar if you really want to i mean as long as i can roast some marshmallows and sing kumbaya I'm okay. Yeah, we're gonna. I mean, there's gonna be a Pokemon that's gonna be a s'more sooner or later. So if you're, <laughs> yeah, if we you're have in, ice cream already. Yeah, why not? In, you know, it's not ice cream. Do you know technically it's not ice cream? If you say it's custard, I'm drop kicking you. 
I lose it. No, it's, it's an icicle. You got, they would all see me lost. It's an icicle in the shape of ice cream. So it's right. technically just an ice type. It's not actually ice oh. cream. But I love the vanilla line. So I'm a yeah. big fan yeah. of the vanilla line. All yeah. three of them. Vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. Give them to me. And I, I do like that in, in the director, they said that uh, it's going to have different flavors. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Al Creamy will get some yeah. different flavors. Um, and then we got Pokemon Curry. Uh, which is you literally make different types of curries. Add and spice, baby. Uh, curry is a popular dish in the UK, so this is kind of like driving the point home that this is very UK based. Yeah. Um, different types of curry will get you different stats, different this, different that. So if you're into cooking like Breath of the Wild, this is like a small, shorter, like not as detailed take on that. But what we came here for and what we got were the Pokemon. Yeah. And we're gonna start off with Pultigeist. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, heard yeah, it right. Yeah. Pultigeist, the damn little tea ghost. It, it, it was different that, you know, like you said, there's, there's holes in this teacup and this ghost is going in and out of it. Like, it, it was it was a cute idea. They play, play with words, the name. It, it was nice. I'm in, dude. I'm all in. I'm going to actually pull up. Uh, I knew you were in when you loved the trash can guy when you love. Trubbish, baby. Trubbish. Uh, when, whenever there's new Pokemon announced, we've always pulled up their page from Pokemon.com. And I've read a little bit about them. Uh, so Poltegeist is the black tea Pokemon. It's actually made of black tea. It's a ghost type. Um, its ability is weak armor. It's eight inches tall, weighs less than a pound. Eight inches tall. Okay, Charizard, just step on it. <laughs> Game over. It's a black tea with a distinct aroma and flavor. Pultigeist's body is made from black tea and is said to have a very distinct aroma and flavor. It will only allow a trainer to tr- it trusts to sample its tea. However, drinking too much can lead to indigestion or an upset stomach, so be careful. Wow. Too, yeah, too much black tea, you know what I mean? Yeah, if you could imagine like mid-battle your guy, your trainer's like, I gotta take a shit, yeah. time out. That would be funny. Or if like... Pause for intermission. Yeah, or if like... It gets a stomach ache and you have to go to a Pokemon center for you, not your Pokemon, to get lay some, on the bed to medicine. <laughs> uh, I forget to eat the Pokemon. Poltegeist is known to be a pest. Many Poltegeist make their homes inside of hotels and restaurants, disguising themselves and hiding among the tableware. They can pour their power into leftover tea and create even more of their kind, so they often are treated as pests. So basically, they're asexual. They can reproduce without fornicating. Um, but yeah, it's they a should ghost. be eradicated. It's a ghost type Pokemon with the ability weak armor. I'm here for it. It's a cute little thing. But what I think the derpy derp of this direct was Cramorant, uh, a water flying type, kind of like Wingle. Yeah. I like the Wingle I, I, I'm line. Not, I'm not a fan of the name. It just Cramorant. Cramorant. It just seems well, like it crams its mouth. I think I'll just call him Cram. That's going to be this Pokemon's name. Cram Cram. Uh, it is flying water type 2 feet 7 inches, 40 pounds. But the ability is what I wanted to spend a second on of Gulp Missile. Now, before I do that, in the Pokemon.com art, it actually shows Cramorant spitting out a fish. But we don't know that fish. That's not a no. Goldeen. That's yeah. a new Pokemon they okay. haven't announced yet. I don't know anything about it. I don't know its name. They haven't announced it. But it's clearly spitting it's this out. It's called Fish. We're <laughs> We're going to be Spitfish. They're going to be uh, definitely announcing that probably next. Um, but let's see. A voracious uh, voracious eater. Um, it's insatiable appetite. When it comes to food, it will try to swallow anything that it can fit in its mouth. Sometimes it will swallow things that are unintended prey, spitting them out in a hurry once it realizes its mistake. It never forgets its bond with its trainer. It can be forgetful, but it will never forget a trainer it grows to trust. However, it seems that even trainers will face fierce attacks 
if they try to steal its food. Can you imagine it turning around and hitting you in the dome and then you lose HP I as a trainer? You black out like you do when you lose a battle. Uh, but what we want to talk about is this ability, Gulp Missile, which yeah. to me, it's a brand new ability for this game alone. Yeah. And I think this is one of the cooler abilities I've seen so far. Cramorant's ability, Gulp Missile, is a new ability introduced in these titles, and it can be triggered during battles. If it uses Surf or Dive, it will return with a catch in its mouth. If it takes damage while in this state, it will then retaliate the damage by spitting out the catch at the attacker. So if I use Surf and I come back with something in my mouth and you use Tackle, because you used a move that will hurt me, I spit it out now, and I hurt you do back. You, now, because it, it says reiterate the attack or sends it back at him. Now, the same damage you took, do they get? I would imagine it's just a little okay. little, okay. little spiggy. The way you worded it just sound like the yeah. damage you took, yeah. they, they, you dish out. That, that would be cool, but also very overpowered, and yeah. I would never, never not have that in my party. But what you have to remember, that if you're facing a Cramorant, if I have one or if in the game a trainer has one, you... When it does surf or dive and it has something in its mouth, don't use a physical attack. Don't use it like use something that's a status move or something that won't take HP down, especially if you're low, because it'll spit it back out. But oh, what happens when it's, when his his next attack is he just going to spit it out and do an attack? Or I have to absolutely imagine that when you do the attack, he then retaliates with yeah. that, and then it's his turn to continue. Yeah, so no matter to what, you get attacked. But not if I'm using, let's say, poison powder, right? That doesn't hurt him. Then he doesn't. Then he'll swallow that, and he won't spit it back out. So it's not double. Okay. So okay. then he'll just use his normal attack. Yeah. But now he's poisoned. So just be careful. It's a little layer of strategy in there, and we call that the gulping form. But they only revealed two Pokemon. I was surprised. I was expecting it to start our evolutions, the middle forms. Yeah. We didn't get them, which tells me that we're going to get them in the next Pokemon Direct, which isn't too far away. We got two months until this game comes out, and if they don't show us those Probably, evolutions, yeah, one next month. One they more. they always show us the evolutions. If they don't, I appreciate that. Yeah. But then I also don't know what starter I want to pick. Right now, but if they show you that, I mean, I'm all, I'm always fire. I think so I you're always going score bunny. Yeah, and I'm not. I typically, right now, I'm not a fan of any of them. I like score bunny. Right now, I'm here. For, I'm team Grookey, um, the little monkey that beats yeah. things with a stick, the yeah. grass type. I like the grass starters. I don't. I don't hey, know. Your where grass on fire. I think I've been that since the first one. I'm. I see. I'm generally the water. Pick Cyndaquil when he was there. I'm. I was Pulled Squirtle. His name out of my ass. I was Squirtle. I was Totodile. I was. Yep. I was no, Piplup. No, no. Um, I was Froki, so like I'm definitely here. I wasn't, I wasn't, um, not Primarina, Poplio and Sun and Moon. I was not Poplio. I was Litten, yeah, yeah, the, the Fire Cat, yeah, yeah. and then I was, he was uh, cool. and then I was Rowlet, who turns into Decidueye and Ultra Moon or Ultra Sun, yeah. which I'm going through now. But there's a little bit on Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, we actually started off with some. Uh, well, I won't get to what we started off with. The second thing that was announced was Luigi's Mansion Three, a new mode called Scream Park, which I actually really like. You can get up to eight players. Four of them would be Luigi's, four of them would be Gooigi's, and you go four-on-four battle, sucking each other up and beating each other down to see... It's like Deathmatch. Yeah, yeah. Whoever can win, I think that is awesome. Yeah, I like it. I'm here for that. Uh, They also announced, which was really cool, a four-player, 100-quest, free-to-play, free-to-start. It's not free-to-play, it's free-to-start, Super Kirby Clash, a new Kirby game, free-to-start, Got to pay to play uh, a little bit later on, but 100 quests up to four players, and it's available right now. That, see, I, I love when they do them directs and the then shadow bam, drops. And it's available right, right now. now. I like that. Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast will be available for the Switch on September 24th. Uh, Bethesda is re releasing Doom 64 wow. on November 22nd. Holy crap. Yeah, so we're Throwback. getting Doom 64 
on November 22nd to the Switch. So the Switch basically has every Doom game now. Yep. Uh, they're missing like one or two. Uh, back in March, we got a Nintendo Direct, and one of the games was Town. And it was a little RPG by the by Game Freak, the makers of Pokemon, where you're in the town the whole time. You don't leave town. And I was super into this. I was like, holy smokes, a small-scale RPG where I don't have to backtrack yeah. and do all these friggin' quests all over the world where I can just kind of be contained. I was there for that. Well, we hadn't heard anything since. And now they, they blew it open for about a minute and a half here. And they got the town is now called Little Town Hero. So we got a name for it. We got a little bit of the battle system, a little bit of the backstory as to what happened. I, a very large Attack on Titan vibe to me. Everybody's in this one town. Um, you're not allowed to leave. So it reminds me of like the walls of Attack on Titan. Okay. And then one day a monster shows up. Just like one day a Titan wow. shows up. So I get a very Attack on yeah. Titan vibe. Um, the character's name is Axe. Um, and the battle offense are called ideas. So that's like you're, you have ideas yeah. as opposed to attacks. Um, but it looked it looked pretty damn complicated. Um, it, it the, does, the battle system. Not, definitely not a game for It's me. coming October 16th. So we haven't heard anything since it was announced. And now all of a sudden it's available in a month. Yeah. Um, I might give it a shot if it's like 40 If it's a full price 60 I'm out. But I do love, however, is Toby Fox, the creator of Undertale, does the music. Um, and that's an awesome – he's an awesome, awesome composer. So I'm there for that for sure. Uh, we got Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition on available on Switch right now. And it does have cross saves between the PC version. Awesome. So awesome. another cool thing. A lot of people were hyped on this announcement. Again, not me. But <laughs> but what they did start the Direct with, Overwatch, coming to the Nintendo Switch – the friggin' 100 Best Game of the Year awards, friggin' one of the most popular games in the last decade, is available on Switch October 15th. Wow. So next month. There you go, you fiends. Well, a couple, hey, no. a couple days ago, a couple days ago, this was leaked because an official Blizzard Nintendo Switch case was available on oh. Amazon for a little bit, and we saw this coming. And then You uh, blew it! And then hours before the direct, they leaked the whole Everything. Thing. Trailer, release date. Everything. So, so that was no surprise. No surprise yeah. whatsoever, which sucked because that would have been a cool little surprise. Yeah. I call. I actually, this was one of my E3 predictions was Overwatch on Switch. So we're getting it a couple months later. It's only, no biggie. dude, this is the first re-release of the game outside on, on a new console. It's a pretty oh, big wow. deal. Yeah. And we're getting all the DLC and, and all the characters. Following. Huge following. And now you can play it on the go. Forget about it, dude. Yeah. That's, a, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition coming in 2020. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection, uh, which is Black Flag and Rogue, which are two, I would say two of the best Good Assassin's ones, yeah. Creed games, will be available December 6th, which I appreciate that that's this year. Uh, Deadly Premonition is getting a prequel, or I'm sorry, getting a sequel, Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise, coming in 2020. And the original game, Deadly Premonition Origins, is available right now. So a lot of yeah, like, a lot of stuff right here you go. But none of these games are like my type yeah. of game. They're, they're missing the boat for both of us. They did a Wii U port. So I was like, okay, Wonderful 101, Super Mario 3D World. What do we got? And they went with the only one that I would not play. Wow. And it's a shame. But it's a very cool game and I appreciate it. It's a big music game. Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp FE Encore. Is the full title of the game, my friend. <sighs> it's like a music rhythm based RPG in the in the Fire Emblem world. January 17th, 2020, coming to Switch. The Switch version will include new story elements, new songs, new characters. Um, so, like, we get yet another Wii U port. Yeah. Still waiting on some of the bangers that were on Wii U that the, the world never saw. But this one has a very, very big cult following. 
Now, uh, some very cool stuff happening in the world of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And uh, they started off with a little bit of gameplay on Banjo-Kazooie. And they said, oh, by the way, available right now. Yeah, and, and I don't. I think that was even like, I think I saw that on Twitter before it even happened. Um, there was a Japanese um, newsstand type thing where they set it up. And that exact same setup was done for the hero, the last thing. Okay. And when they did it, the hero was announced that, yeah. that later that week. It was released later that week. So as, as soon as people saw this, they're like, okay, it's getting released yeah, soon. Yeah, so that, that's why I, I wasn't surprised. Uh, but they released it now, which is cool. Give me it quicker. Yeah, I mean, I saw you and Shriver. I know you used to her. I, pl- I played screaming. with him a little bit last night. Um, I won't say he's super overpowered, but it is fun as shit yeah. to use an Xbox character. Oh, I believe it. In Super Smash Bros, which is even cooler to say. Um, and it's, you know, they're just, they're fun. They look great. They sound great. Their final smash is fun. Um and then he gave credit to Grant Kirkhope. I know he said yeah, his name. Yeah, Masahiro Sakurai. And, and, he, and even Grant tweeted like, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit fanboying out right now. And I was like, that that's cool. Within two minutes, there was already 500 likes on that tweet. And I was like, of course. Now you know. Like, that that guy's the man. Yeah. Um, and then after the direct, they actually gave like a video tutorial of how to use Banjo. So oh, that's awesome. Sakurai hosted it and he gave you, hey, here's how you do the moves. And everyone's just eating up anything. He, he could say, go eat shit. Everyone's like, okay, I will. Well, they actually, during that little presentation post-direct, dropped three new announcements on Smash and said that Team Rocket, Sans from Undertale, and I can't remember the other one, are available as me costume fighters. Me fighter costumes. I like Team Rocket. you can play as Sans, you can play as Team Rocket Grunt uh, in Smash if you play with your me fighters. So that was cool. And then they also announced the fourth DLC character. And like I said earlier, Nintendo... Is it a Fire Emblem guy? No. Um, Thank God. Nintendo leaked this that was coming from SNK, which is a Japanese company really famous in the 90s on like Neo Geo. Um, and I said, okay, please, there's one SNK character I want, and literally only one. One of my favorite, if not my favorite fighting games growing up was Fatal Fury. I have a very large... Uh, backstory with that game a history with that game um to the point where i stole it from my uncle on the nintendo uh-huh. on the sega genesis then bought it from funko land for ten dollars tried to give uh, my dad or i'm sorry my uncle back his copy but my dad caught me trying to yeah. give it back to him knew i stole it the game that i just bought from funko land was then Snap. smashed um that go was ahead last, mr hall and that was the last time i ever owned a physical fatal fury game and that's just the short version there's more there's more yeah. um, i won't get into it here but the main character from Fatal Fury, Terry Bogart, is going to be the fourth character. And to me, this is one of the coolest announcements for a DLC character I could have ever imagined. That came out of nowhere. I'm fucking yeah. hyped. That's cool. As shit. And now you're saying, well, weren't there supposed to be five DLC characters? Well, they only got one more. Damn it. Aha. They said more characters after the five are in development right now. And so we're getting, thank God, we're getting thank God. even more yeah, characters. That's cool. That's so we got cool. Banjo Shadow Drop, Terry Bogart announced, and more DLC characters coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, and then I think this was the last announcement. Yeah, the last one, and, and arguably one of the coolest ones, um, but again, it was leaked and rumored for months, is not just NES games will be available on the Nintendo Switch Online. We are finally getting... Super Nintendo yeah, games. About damn time. When we did episode 149, I told you that that uh, the um, FCC patent thing was leaked for this wireless yep. uh, Super Nintendo controller. That turned out to be real. Um, so we got a wireless controller for Super Nintendo specifically for online. 
Um, and they announced not just two games, 20 wow. are available right now. It's available today. That's how Nintendo. Here are the Gotta games. Brawl Brothers, Demon's Crest, banger. Don't own it. Joe and Mac 2 Lost in the Tropics, absolute hidden gem. Gotta go get that one. They didn't even put Joe and Mac 1 on here, which is weird. They went right for the sequel. But Joe and Mac 2, banger. I don't own that, so that'll be cool. Kirby's Dream Land 3, Star Fox, Super EDF, which is Earth Defense Force. I know the uh, skeleton, Stop Skeletons from Fighting is super pumped about that. Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Poyo Poyo 2, Super Tennis, Breath of Fire, F-Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Pilot Wings, Stunt Race FX, shout out to Game Explain, one of the worst games ever. They put it on there as like a cool little joke. They've never re-released that game, so that's awesome. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which is hard as shit. Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Soccer, and A Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Wow. That's, All yeah, that's solid. Available that's a solid game right, right, games right now. there. So again, good Nintendo Direct. For me, it was very just okay. I'm not a huge um fan of a lot of these games i was able to squeeze a top three out of this but sam because you haven't talked in a while we'll yeah. kick it to you for your top three announcements from d23 and obviously i won't talk too much because we talked about each one of these that yeah. are here and number three is she hulk i'm interested to see w- what they do with that of course i'm thinking that they're going to bring hulk back obviously he can't have his own solo movie and i said before this is where i'm hoping where even if we see daredevil or if we see foggy or, or give us anyone. Just give us somebody in that world I'm in. My number two, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, you and McGregor was on stage, and I was like, you were the best part about the prequels. <laughs> I mean, him and Darth Maul, I mean, and okay, Liam Neeson. Besides, they were the three best things in that entire trilogy. Yeah. And number one, come on, Moon Knight. That's it. I, I don't even need to say more. Moon Knight. I, I fangirled about him enough. Are what you got? sure? Dude, I mean, everything I said, it just, just give me a Moon Knight. Just... I don't know about an action adventure, but just give me something that he actually he eventually wears a costume. Just don't give me that. Is That would be my biggest pet peeve. Like, yeah. I, I will never be able to give the show a name, even if it's great. If it's not, if it's that business suit Moon Knight, I'm going to be butthurt. I don't think we're getting that, man. I I'm think we're going get to be butthurt. Either a new take or the original take. I, I hope. Just show me his multiple Because he's such a um, not like front and center character they want to give him the spotlight they want to treat him right and i think you're going to get the closest i hope, I hope. to the co- original comic run as possible to get the hardcore fans involved but to bring in the new ones i really think I you're hope. going to do him right just just really again do. you're going to need a strong actor who's going to be versatile to be able to play kind of crazy a rich guy like a bruce wayne to a, a cab driver you mm-hmm. know to, you have it's it's going to be a pretty hard choice to pick so i'm interested to see where they go uh my number three for the nintendo direct was the nes games on switch Um, and a lot of it is because joe and mac 2 is on there i don't own that one it's not on the nintendo uh, classic so there's some games in that 20 games that i don't have on cartridge and they're not available in the classic so it's going to give me a chance to go back and play those from my childhood number two is all the smash news Great that Banjo's okay. out. Love playing it. I, I was going to say your number two is Banjo, so you just yeah. you just lumped them. Um, right. Terry Bogard is an awesome, awesome DLC fighter for number four. And then the fact that we're getting more just leads us to whomever. If you don't get the guy you want now, there's there's a chance in the future. Yeah. Um, and I also 1,000% think that a new fighter will be one of the final evolutions of the Pokemon from this generation. They always add. They added Incineroar. They added Greninja. So Gen 8 is going to get a representative, and I'm thinking it's going to be one of the final evolutions for one of the three stars. Maybe it'll be the the Pokemon with Surf. I wouldn't be right. I wouldn't be surprised because Terry Bogart's coming out in November, which is fast. I wouldn't be surprised when they release him in November 
and then Sword and Shield drops, then not far after that is when they make the announcement. And even the fifth one could be uh, the Pokemon. It might be one of the later ones, yeah. but it could be Fighter Five. Number one is the new Pokemon. Yeah. I just I love them. They're super cool. <laughs> no surprise. There, I, there are 24. If yeah. you don't count Galarian, Zigzagoon, and Galarian Weezing, there are 24 new Pokemon announced, and I love 22 of them. Yeah. So like, I'm here for Gen 8. I don't. All the criticism doesn't bother me. I'm super excited about it, and I'm really, 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 really anticipating these new games. Whew. That was a mouthful. My on friend. to the movie section, <laughs> <laughs> and now I got to read two reviews. But one of them you're going to want to talk about, my friend. Uh, let's see. We are going to start off with Joker. The review for Joker is out. The movie doesn't even come out till October. I know, I know the rating, so I don't have to guess. Yeah, we're not going to do the guessing one for this. But just in case you didn't know, Joker isn't just an awesome comic book movie. It's an awesome movie, period. It offers no easy answers to the unsettling questions it raises about the cruel society in decline. Joaquin Phoenix's fully committed performance and Todd Phillips' masterful albeit loose, reinvention of the DC source material makes Joker a film that should leave comic book fans and non-fans alike disturbed and moved in all the right ways. And 10, out of 10, 10 out of 10. Which that was the first thing I saw. I was like, oh shit, they love it. And obviously, just from the trailer, you could tell that Joaquin kind of fully threw himself into this role. Obviously, he was in Brokeback Mountain with Heath Ledger, so... For him, maybe it probably maybe meant something a little bit more just because he knew him on a personal level like that. And I heard him quote basically saying, like, I'll never be able to beat Heath. Like, that's his own. Like, he, he felt, he's always a legend for that. And he just kind of said, like, I felt that he was there with me on set. That's cool. So I really thought that was, like, this real classy of Joaquin Phoenix to do that. I cannot wait to see. This is a, a day one watch for me. Yeah. I'm just going to be hard just to try to avoid... Spoilers, especially All with the spoilers. review already out. I, I, stuff. I, honestly, I think when that week comes, I I literally go dark. Yeah, I I don't want to get like I, I I understand it's not following with the Joker that I know in the comics. I'm okay with taking a new take and 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 I'm loving what I'm seeing. As always, all of our reviews per IGN. We also have the review for It Chapter Two. The heart of the first film is still there in It Chapter Two. It's just buried under a layer of self-indulgent bloat. Director Andy Muschietti constructs a series of scary showstoppers anchored by the compelling performances of his adult and teen actors. It's just a shame that It Chapter 2 never quite finds its footing pacing-wise and as a result can feel uh, I'm sorry, can't quite nail the conclusion of this engrossing saga. 80 7-0. Yeah, I mean I, I my one buddy saw it. He said he said it was he liked it. But he said he couldn't touch the first one. He said the first one was way better. He said there was a few scares, look cool, but it wasn't. The, the, it didn't have. From the, what I'm hearing, there are more jump scares in this yeah, one. Yeah, that's it's, exactly. What it's kind of relying on shitty, fit, like horror tropes. Yeah, so I'll be jumping a few times. Great. I have to, I have to see because the first one was. Is this a was theater fantastic. watch or are you going to wait on? I'll, I'll probably watch it in the theater. Something I can't wait to watch, but not in theaters on Netflix. Yeah is El Camino. We got the name of the Breaking Bad film. We got the release date of October 11th, just over a month from now. And we got a friggin' trailer. I don't Only think, a minute. I don't even think anyone knew that they were even filming or that they were even like done filming. I think it was done when um, they started. Be- Better Call Saul guy was like, oh, and by the way, we, we finished filming the yeah, movie. And Bob was like, yeah, Bob, they were like, what? You, you filmed it? Which was, by the way, like in the last two weeks. Yeah. He just came out and said that. And then they dropped this trailer. I think the same day as D23. I want to say it was like earlier in the morning. Yeah. Um, and I was like, holy shit, we got to talk. We got to talk. We got to wait a week. I can't wait. Uh, it's really all around spoilers. Well, hold on. Let's say this. Spoilers for the end of Breaking Bad in three, two, one. This is all about, hey, where's Jesse? Yeah. We, know, we know that he broke out. We know this. Like, 
He's never come Skin, back. Skinny what, Pete is yeah. getting interrogated. Yeah, it's like what, what what they did to him, and he forced him to do that. And I was like, I was just like, oh shit. Skinny Pete looks like he's been through the ring. Oh, yeah. a couple times. Oh, Holy yeah. smokes! So I I, I I don't know how long after this. Ex- 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 we don't know because Skinny Pete looks older. He looks a little bit more beaten down. So I don't know how much longer after the end of Breaking Bad this takes place. I'd want to think within a year. I don't know. Why would they be interrogating him five years later unless he hey, did something? Well, I don't know, man. They, they, all the fucking shit he cooked. I mean, what was done to him? I, 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 I just cannot wait. It, it's fucking in one month. We got it. We're here. One month and one that's week, it. man. That's, that's a piece of cake. <sighs> Nothing. I'm, I, got, so, I got Titans to ride me right there, Ash, man. Ash and I went through I've been through it like six times. Ash and I went through it the first time a couple years ago. She doesn't remember everything. She doesn't remember how it ends except for that final scene. She doesn't remember what happened to Jesse. She watched the trailer with me. She wants to get I, through I it again. I will never forget how Jesse yeah, ends. The last scene. I was those, so... He was so swelled in those I tears. I was hyped. Yeah. <sighs> I didn't drive him crazy. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, and uh, I, I will say she wants to get through it again. Um, bef- good luck. We're on season three. So oh, you have a shot. You have yeah, a shot. To get through and they're again. not long. There are like thirteen episodes. Yeah, they're not long. So should should yeah, happen. You have a shot. But this is already my most hyped movie of the year. It has a chance to be my movie of the year, well, and it's John a Wick, damn good it, chance. It ain't gonna be John. I was so hyped for John Wick three, but I am super hyped for this. This is a day one watch. Yeah, like. You know my my feelings on John Wick three after You're watching, watching the entire best. trilogy. Yeah. They were just I watched them so close you, together you, that I was just bored of the formula. Yeah, you did it to yourself. Um, cool. <laughs> but uh, right now, I'd probably say like fighting with my family is up there. Um, oh, you did love that. I, I love that movie. But yeah, I would I would not be shocked if El Camino is my movie of the yeah. year. Um, is the Irishman this year? Yeah, that's got a chance too. Isn't it? I'd yeah, like I, to think see, it is, I think it is this year. And I'd like to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Just make sure you have three hours. Coming January of next year is Bad Boys for Life, and we finally got a trailer. Thank you, Will Smith, for yep. putting on your social media. Eight. It's available on our Facebook, along mm-hmm. with El Camino's trailer. By the way, if you want to check them out, uh, just go to our Facebook page. We podcast and, and we know things. And- Everyone I talked to about Bad Boys, they it looks like, so. It's, besides, you know, Martin looked like he get put on he a, put a lot of weight, and the captain looks just as old as the guy I, I, always I, did. I love. Thank that you for bringing him back. I love. He's that one of the best parts. I, of the I, film. I saw him and left, just left, just yeah. for no freaking reason. Well, you could tell that they brought him back just to kind of fill that role because in the trailer, he's important in quote, the first two movies. And I quote: "They, they, they." He dropped a line in the trailer that was quote: "Fuck, fuck, fuck." Yeah. So yeah. they just. Put him in the trailer because he's got that potty mouth and everybody yeah. laughs. But there was no relevance to the fuck, fuck, no. fuck. And, but, but it, it was a, it, they got a ruse. And again, it was like almost like Will Smith and Martin like never left. They kind of picked it back up, and I was they, cracking up. The action looked great. They are, comedy this is was hitting. Definitely a bad boys film. Yeah, I, this is definitely going to be a bad boys. A, film. That's a first weekend watch for me. Um, I would love to see this movie in in theaters. Yeah. I just would because it's the type of movie where, if you, especially if that recliner. You just yeah, now, now you're closer now. That's it for you. Oh, my God. I'm right around the yeah, corner so from two theaters. Technically three. Three. three, three Woodhaven yeah. Mills and Nishan. Yep. All with all with recliners, I believe. One with no, a bar. No, not Franklin. Franklin does not have recliners? Mm. Nisham does, right? Yeah. For, so Woodhaven and Nisham, you have to pick your seats. Franklin, just, just do well, whatever you want. I'm, I'm, if I don't have to go to Mills, I'm not going to go to Mills. Of course. Woodhaven is my preferred. Really? Yeah. I, I thought it would be it's Nisham. Now it's closer. Ah, fair Lazy. enough. Yeah, I know. The one's eight minutes and one's 11. God forbid. No, it's like 6 and 11. <laughs> Big difference. Robert Pattinson's thoughts on becoming Batman for the first time were uh, were powerful. Let's say that I have the quote here. 
Quote from Robert Pattinson, you do feel very powerful immediately, and it's pretty astonishing, something that's incredibly difficult to get into. So the ritual of getting into the suit is pretty humiliating, Pattinson told Variety. You got five people trying to shove you into something. Still, he thought putting on the suit was, quote, transformative. To quote, I feel strong, I feel tough, even though I had someone squeezing my butt cheeks into the legs, (laughs) he said. So he's definitely excited to become... I watched the whole interview, and... They were like, you know, when did you find out that you were Batman? He goes, actually, my first on the my first scene. day yeah. working with Christopher Nolan. I was yeah. like, wow. So he immediately that pulled Nolan aside and asked him about the suit, well, well, asked about I'm, the character. But so. one, I'm sure he kind of said, you know, what tips do you have for me or whatever. But kind of just to have your first that you're on a Christopher Nolan film. And I did. He was, he was really honest, kind of saying, like, are you nervous? He's like, honestly, he said, I'm so worried about what i'm doing now with this film with no one it's taking up all my anxiety space he goes i'm not there he goes once this movie's done i'm on that then it'll hit so it was What's just kind of do you know the movie with no one i know it's it's with what's his name uh denzel washington's son oh yeah david i think david washington yeah he's great you, you know christopher Nolan. he keeps his movies so hush hush and yeah. it's such a mystery and we don't know but whatever whatever he releases i'm saying ballers is coming to an end by the way don't yeah. have that in the notes but this final, is season. final season yeah. just just want to throw but it out there he's great in that in that show but again Pattinson's bulking up. I, I I can't wait to see what he does for this. And they said that he is doing a trilogy. Yeah. Rumor villain, just real fast, in case it was Catwoman, mm-hmm. Penguin, um, Firefly, Mad Hatter. Pretty much the entire Rogues Gallery at this point. No, but that, like, I was hoping for something else. So it could change. That could just be a rumor. But yeah. We got a lot of castings for Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. We got three in particular. Uh, comedian Steve Aggie, Nathan Fillion, and Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi was the 12th Doctor in Doctor Who that actually just stopped last year. Yeah. Um, when they got the 13th Doctor. So I don't know comedian Steve Aggie too much, but obviously Nathan Fillion, fantastic actor. I think he could be the star of the film. I would love. I, I it, it will as never happen. As long as he's happen. not Jai Courtney. It will never happen. Yeah. But he's like Hal Jordan. No. Green Lantern. I would. He's still, he plays the voice of him in like all oh, DC animated okay. movies. I would love it. I, I, it'll never happen, but... A slightly huskier Green Lantern. Hey, he can bulk up. He's got time. He's shooting the rookie season two now, so he's slimming down, I hope. <laughs> uh, the Irishman, something, again, I'm pretty psyched to see, will actually now not get a major theatrical release. Looks like it's going to be Netflix. Which I thought it was, just because the budget was like $160 million and just mm-hmm. Netflix. Like, how are they going to recoup that? Oh, they will find a way. So, I, I'm I would to have see. to imagine this will be – it will beat Murder Mystery as the most watched film on Netflix. Adam Sandler just continues to crush yep. Netflix ratings. He must have all of his boys just binge watching it and then tar- starting it over again. Yep. Dude, he had, he started early, man. He has the fans from young – you know, from when we were young, we had him at Big Daddy, Waterboy. He had us forever. Yeah, I would say Big Daddy's probably his – maybe 50 First Dates. Probably the last great – Sam the movie, in my opinion. Uh, the, the one on Netflix, the new one, that was Is really it Murder good. Mystery, that one, yeah. or the Western one? No, the, the Murder. I didn't the see the Western. Mystery. With Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. I, dude, I cracked up. I thought it was a good movie. I have to watch it then, because I trust you. But 51st Dates, I, I would say I'd give it the edge just because of Sean Aston. Yeah. That alone gets it the bump. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Tomb Raider is apparently getting a sequel, and the release date will be March 19th, 2021, with Ben Wheatley as the director. I mean, she she was uh, was you a, saw a, it right? Yeah, Verlander and yeah, it, it was it was it was okay. I liked Angelina's better. I'm not gonna lie, but for what they gave us, it was just. What about okay. Angelina's was better? Just Angelina. <laughs> one, one one of the bad guys was Daniel Craig. Oh, that's cool. He might have been both, but I, I forget. It's been a while since I saw the Cradle one. But I, I I just I just like to me I that's who I saw as Tomb Raider in the games. That's who, like she looked like 
you know, Tomb Raider. Yeah. yeah. Lara Croft. We have a pretty chalk uh, top 10 box office as we move into the box office segment. Oh, yeah, you owe me a dollar. I do owe you a dollar. I said <laughs> if, that. If, uh, yeah. Because I relist our episode. And when it happened, I left because it was just when four weekends, four what weeks did I in say? a row. Dora was going to outdo. Yeah, it was something Hobbs stupid. You said something dumb. I, it was was like, Do- I said that Dora's opening week was going to beat week two of Hobbs yeah, and Shaw. And wrong. <laughs> I don't know if I'm wrong. This is the new one. I'll check last week's real quick. Just I know you sent me like two articles. Oh, I say the, they won four weeks in a row. They broke Avengers thing and trust me, Greg, it, it's right. Because I, I, as soon as I did, I did the research. Uh, let's see. It's August 23rd to 25th. What the hell? Greg, just uh, I'm right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I can do this. He's scrolling through. He's he, he's fighting. He don't want to lose this dollar, but it's futile. No. <laughs> um, dun, dun, I am so dun. lost. What the hell? Oh, yeah, it did. Oh, I know. By a lot. It I, only grossed 17.4 in the opening Greg, weekend. I know, I saw. I was like, Tora. ooh. Wow, that didn't do well. I, I uh, just didn't see it doing good. Like, I, I nailed 10, it. I, I don't know. I thought the kitties would like it. Top 10. Number 10, up from number 15. Up 236%. It's because it got re-released with some new footage with Spider-Man Far yeah. From Home at 5.6 million. Same. Uh, number 9, Dora and the Lost City of Gold at 5.8 million, staying number 9. Number 8, falling from number 7, The Angry Birds Movie 2 at 5.9 million. Number 7, up from number 8, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark at 6.2 million. It got a 7.2% increase. Number 6, staying at number 6, Ready or Not at 7.4. Number 5, falling from number 3 at 7.7 is Overcomer. Never heard of it. Nope. Number 4, staying at number 4 at 8.4 million, up 4.2% is Hobbs and Shaw. Up 16%. Number three, up from number five at 9.3 million, The Lion King. Number two, staying at number two at 12.1 is Good Boys. And number one, staying at number one, Angel Has Fallen. Dude, it that franchise just has a cult following. I don't even know it. What it, is it? It's Gerard Butler. It's basically oh, oh, it's like Olympus is falling and London is falling. Yeah, it's all just, those. Oh, all three made like good money. Like it's... It's crazy. Well, people like the Gerard Butler guy. I I, I liked him in Law Abiding Citizen. No, I I do. I, I I'm definitely a, a Gerard Butler fan. Shit, I loved him in Rain of Fire with him and Christian Bale. But I did see him on an interview when he was interviewing for the movie. They kind of said like, "How about your iconic line in 300? Like, this is Sparta." He's kind of laughed. He goes, "The original line was this is Sparta," and I kick him. And then he goes, "I went to Zach. I was like, Zach." Can I try something? And he goes, this is Sparta. And then as I do it, I kick the guy. And he goes, my my warriors and his army is like, they're kind of giggling. Like, like, he was laughing. He went to Zach uh, too much. Zach's like, no, that was awesome. And I was like, that was just so cool with Zach and, and, and Gerard did. So coming, coming soon, the week of September 13th, Hustlers, The Goldfinch, Freaks, Haunt, and Manos. So, uh... Not much coming to theaters mm. this this week. So uh, stay at home, save your money, watch Titans two because Titans season two. As we transition to the TV section, just a reminder again: it starts today. But just like Hulu, just like the DC Universe, Netflix for its major releases is now going weekly instead of a binge. Just for not for all, just for a lot. And I would assume Stranger Things and 
uh, Glow and all that stuff. Mindhunter. All that I stuff. mean, I'm, we'll, I'm we'll okay. follow that for me. I'm kind of okay with it because I some, love it. There's because sometimes when you have to binge, it's it's just like it gets oh, a little dry. It's, it's it's you know it's just a lot. Yeah, it's so, half the reason I, I haven't watched Swamp Thing yet. It's because I missed a lot of it and I just don't feel like binging. What do you mean Swamp Thing was once a week? No, I'm saying, but I'm oh, oh. I haven't watched it, so I have to binge Rewatch it now. It. And so I'm like good. not at a point where I want to so binge right good. now. I don't want to binge. I'm kind of in like a non-binge. Well, well, all you do watch it. Watch one. Close it down. It's tough to do that. It's tough to do that. I'd rather just watch football. It's football season. Football started tonight. Yeah, we're recording, on, thir- we're recording yeah. on Thursday night. So football. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the TV next to us. Uh, I do have a review for Carnival Row Season 1. This is a Hulu original. Cara Delevingne, Orlando Bloom, kind of that uh, mystery type deal with it. I'm excited about it. Is this on Netflix? It's on Hulu. Hulu. Ambitious. Evocative. And timely, Carnival Row has a lot of big ideas and an even bigger canvas. But by trying to explore too many of them at once, it never quite picks up the narrative momentum. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. This is Amazon Prime, not Hulu. Okay. Uh, picks up the narrative momentum to match the bingeable quality of Amazon's most recent hits like The Boys and Fleabag. Both excellent shows. Fleabag is a hilarious, hilarious show. While it often gets tangled in the weeds, even as it's attempting to fly, the layered mythology and complicated character dynamics leave plenty of narrative possibilities for the already ordered season two by then hopefully it will have decided where its priorities lie seven oh seven I'm, I'm interested I, I like the cast and i might check it out now it's on now i know it's on amazon yeah amazon, amazon prime they're just coming out with bangers yeah. man. they've really upped their game over the last well when you have a gazillion dollars you should jeff bezos is probably going to cameo in season two uh hbo's the watchman got a release date and time we're getting it sunday october 20th at 9 p.m I don't know if I'll be able to watch it that night, but I definitely plan to watch the show. Might you don't have DVR, so you'll probably just catch the on-demand the exactly, next day exactly. type of thing. You hey, said you weren't super-duper-duper-duper hyped for this. I'm not, like I said, I'm not super-duper-duper hyped like you said. I'm just going, okay, I'll see it when I, when I, when I can. I'm I'm just shocked at that, that you're just not like in for this. I did, the tra- It didn't wow me. Like yeah. you know, I'm just like, okay, like I think I was probably okay with just Zack Snyder's cut. That was good. Wow, okay. Going back to D23 stuff, Obi-Wan and the series will take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith. That's a very oddly specific number. Yeah, it was it was it was it was eight years and then it was like eleven before something else. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I, I, think like I, that. I think I wrote it down somewhere. It was eight years Sean when, is like banging. No, no I, Sean, Sean, I got you. Eight years after Revenge of the Sith Sith, eleven years before a new hope. So now we know exactly how much time passes exactly. between. Well, exactly. I guess you could do that because Hayden Christensen's a young Vader, so like that kind of makes sense yeah, because yeah. he's older in the. Okay, just want to make sure I got that right because Sean Yellows. Uh, this is awesome news. YouTube has made Cobra Kai yeah. season I ha- one. I have to watch free it. I have to watch on it. YouTube without any premium yeah. subscription. Just season one, not season two. But the first two episodes and I watched were phenomenal, and they're filming season three now. Yeah, what what a phenomenal I, I first. Have to, couple I have episodes. to watch it. I'm surprised I haven't already. And they just had talk about binging. Ralph Macchio was just on uh, Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum's inside of you. I didn't listen to it yet, but yeah. I, I heard nothing. But I can't things. remember if this was. A half hour or like a 45 50 minute show i think it was a half and if it is i'll binge that all day it's I, not that I gotta watch it but damn dude that's a show maybe i would feel like binging for uh this is good news for my wife because she likes the handmaid's tale hulu grabs a big fish in the testaments the testaments is actually the sequel novel to the handmaid's tale by margaret atwood so margaret atwood who wrote the handmaid's tale a hit 
for Hulu. We're now getting the next thing she wrote, The Testament's coming there. So we're going to get some more fucked up shit from Margaret Atwood on Hulu. My wife's excited. I'm pumped for her because I love her. I was like, Ash, that's for you. It's totally not, <laughs> not for me. us. I tried The Handmaid's Tale. I got like half season I into it. I won't watch a second. I gave it my all for a half a season. And then I saw a lady walk out of a van and get hung. And it was very, very disturbing. And I just said, you know it. what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch a comedy something, special. <laughs> something lighter. Just anything at all that yeah. will make me smile yeah. because that made me not smile. The entire series of Boy Meets World will be available on Disney+. Plus. Didn't say when, but that's yeah, seven yeah. seasons. Yeah, that's cool. Great that's, show. That's Corey through college. Yep. Let's put it that way. You get to Topanga. Shit, bring that show back. They did with Girl Meets World a little bit. Yeah, but. And you can't now. I mean, yeah, they tried. Yeah, Girl yeah, Meets I... World is, I think it's Corey and Topanga's kid. Yeah, but it wasn't what. We love throwing the show. Mr. Feeney's like 96. I still, God bless him. God bless him that he's still on this earth. (laughs) Disney Plus, we talked about this earlier. We'll reportedly not host any R-rated content. Hulu will grab that. So you're not a Hulu subscriber, though. So Uh it's going to be, it's going to be shitty for you because you have to pony up 13 bucks a month. If so, fact though, unless you want ads, unless you want ads, you can get the bundle, the $13 bundle. Or someone gives me their login. That's not going to happen for me, my friend. <laughs> if, if you guys could see, if you guys could see the video version of this, Sam gave me the look. The look like I peeked through my. Face. I'm dis. I'm disappointed that you won't give me your logins. Nah, Disney Channel not. has greenlit Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. That's not two. That's one animated series with Lawrence Fishburne as the executive producer. Yeah, it's 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 a comic series or a comic run that's going on now. Um, was it Dev? Was it the Devil Dinosaur? I. Oh. I'm getting confused. I know Jack Kirby did something. I don't know if it was this one or it was something Jack Kirby, else. I can confirm, definitely did something. Yeah, I can definitely confirm in his in his time I with think Marvel. He did, he did like some red dinosaur. I, I guess that's the devil dinosaur. Clifford I, the red dinosaur? Yeah, Clifford. <laughs> I, I never read this comic, but hey, Lawrence Fishburne, cool. Bring it. Eddie Murphy is coming back to host Saturday, Saturday Night Live on December 21st. He did a brief cameo for their 40th year, yeah. uh, but he hasn't really been back in a very long time. So he's going to host on December 21st, but also a couple big names, Woody Harrelson, David Harbour, and Kristen Stewart all announced their host after Kristen Stewart last time dropped an F-bomb during her opening monologue. Glad to see they put that behind and they're welcoming her back. But four really big names that are coming back to SNL. All good news. Uh, And Amazon's Lord of the Rings television series has cast Will Poulter in an unspecified leading role. role. I I love him in that... uh... Midsummer? No, We Are the Millers. Oh my God! He is was, he the, he's the son. He's the son. It's gold. Oh my God! Honestly, that that may, and he was in the uh, the Maze uh, Runner trilogy. I actually liked those. I they were they were the Maze good. Runner but movies. in in the Millers, he killed me. He was probably my I favorite part of the whole movie. I like that movie. He was a my favorite lot. part. They're yeah. in an RV. Yep. I really Great. like that movie. It's not RV, by the way. Different different. That's movie. Robin Williams. Yes, it is. I'll take over in the gaming space. Gears Five campaign. We have the review. And it, this is not the multiplayer. This is just the campaign mode. Horde and multiplayer is not available yet because the game is not out yet. So we have the review for IGN's campaign thoughts. Gears of War may have initially thrived because it refined and helped revive the third-person cover shooter. But it has survived for a much less obvious reason. It has heart. From 
from spoiler, <laughs> I don't want to spoil, from spoiler in the first two games to breaking of a bond in Gears 3 to the passing of the torch in Gears The Last Time Out, this series matters because its characters make you care. Gears 5 is no different, and the consequences from your actions here, along with its welcome gameplay improvements, will affect both this and future games in a way I'm very eager to see. I know. 8-8. Eight, eight. They couldn't so, just bump yeah. it. Is this the commercial for it? There you go. Yeah, We're getting a commercial for Gears, devil, 5. Is Gears 5. September 10th. Wait. Dude, it's Tuesday. I <laughs> wow. cannot friggin' wait. I got it for 10 bucks off. 50 bones in Amazon. my mailbox. Oh, Let's go, baby. Let's day, day release. I'm sure I we'll will. We'll find out. As long as I can play it before Thursday. And I, like next week, I'd like to have impressions of it before we record next week. Yeah. That would be great. Control is out. We have the review. Control uh, is getting a lot. A lot of good vibes. Um, it's from Remedy Games. Talk they got uh, acquired recently. Um, 505 published it. It's on PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Control is set in engrossing in an engrossingly weird paranormal world that I couldn't help but explore. Jesse's vertile, uh, versatile uh, physics skills. Physic skills and main weapon make for a thrilling ranged combat. And also thanks to a strong supporting cast, a well-written script, and plenty of intriguing breadcrumb trails, I've thoroughly enjoyed my adventure through the shifting rooms of the oldest house. Jesse's personal story feels like an afterthought next to that, but there's enough to Control's world that I remain invested in uncovering every secret, even though even though the story is over. 8-5? Eight, 8-8 five? Eight, eight again. Well, that's solid. Not bad. Another 8-8. Eight, eight. And what do you know? We have another review. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. The expansion to Monster Hunter World is out now. A true beast of an expansion. Monster Hunter World Iceborne adds a boatload of impressive new <laughs> and returning monsters and improvements to an already incredible game. This It's almost big enough to be a sequel in terms of the sheer amount of content it adds, even if it leans a little bit too heavy on the subspecies and variants of familiar monsters at times. Iceborne is exciting and creative throughout, re- uh, reiterating Monster Hunter World's place as one of the very best games of this generation. 9-0. 9-0 is I was going to say 8 like they try to fuck me again. <coughs> Astral Chain is out. We have the review. This is a uh, platinum game that's Switch exclusive. It's like that Devil May Cry kind of beat-em-up style. You're chained to a monster who literally wants to kill you, but you fight with it. It's almost like forced okay. to fight with you. It's a cool dynamic. I've heard a lot of good things. Astro- like Chinese torture, the finger trap, you know. Astro Chain is another excellent game from Platinum and one of the best action games of this entire generation wow. period. Fighting off alien invaders with a legion robot by your side proves to be even more fun than it looks, which is saying a lot. Even outside of combat, the world and its characters brim with life, other than the main protagonist, that is. Excellent pacing artfully balances tense action with enticing exploration to create a deeply satisfying and charmingly quirky ride. 9-2. Got a lot of 8-8s eight, and 9-0s Well, until today. you say it's the best game, Al, I mean, I, I upped it a point, too. The last review of the night, Blair Witch. Blair Witch is one of the most successfully terrifying horror games I've ever played. Ow. <laughs> More so than even any of the Amnesia games, it made me feel like I've been dragged feet first through hell by the end. Discovering Ellis's troubled past and often relatable demons that left me with grounded and made me, I'm sorry, made each eerie and excruciatingly frightful moment personal. Some small technical issues and poor feedback about progress on optional objectives aside, it's excellently constructed from tops of trees to the depths of its madness. If you're as much of a glutton for punishment when it comes to horror games as I am, you definitely won't want to pass this one up. 8-5. Just go with the norms today. You got one or two. 8-8. Yes. (laughs) Okay, cool. 
I was going to say, it wasn't a nine, but... No, you just stick with it. No problem. Disney Classic Games Aladdin and the Lion King announced for October 29th. Dude, I'm at work, and out of nowhere, I just see cover art for this Switch game. And it had Aladdin, and it had the Lion King on it. And I was like, what in the hell are they doing? And they did it. The beautiful bastards did it for $30 on October 29th. So you get two months, month and a half-ish away. We're going to get... Eight, I think. I want to say eight. I have the uh, the entire games list here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven games from the Aladdin and Lion King series. That's We're a getting pre-order. Disney Aladdin's on Genesis. We're getting Disney's Aladdin on Game Boy, which includes the Super Game Boy version. Disney's Aladdin's Final Cut. Disney Aladdin Trade Show Demo. A, a demo of the game that was announced at, like, we'll call it E3 in 1993, I think it was. Um, but E3 wasn't around in 93, so like, think of it there. Never released. Wow. This demo has never and been released. you're finally getting and it. And you get to play it. That's cool. Um, the Lion King on Sega Genesis, the Lion King on Super Nintendo, which is very hard, and the Lion King on Game Boy, which included Super Game Boy. There is one version of this game that is not included, and that's the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin. The Super Nintendo version and the Genesis version are two completely different games. They are not just the same game on different consoles. Completely different. Genesis games probably a little harder. Super Nintendo games probably a little better, although the Genesis one is a cult following. A little disappointed to not see the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin yeah. available, but for 30 bucks, seven that's a, games. That's a steal. Five of which I've never played, including that demo. I'm here yeah, for that. 30 bucks steal. Gears 5 gets Dave Batista as a DLC character. I think September 15th, so only like a week after launch or the same week as launch. There's a cool little trailer with Batista showing up. He's wanted to be in the movie um, he, forever. And he even said, he goes, I've tried. I'm sure he's still trying. After this, maybe people bring back the hype factor and kind of mention it. Because he's... Yeah. He's, 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 he's Master, got the Master arm. Chief? He's got... What? He, no, that's Dave, Dave Batista. That's Dave. Uh, what, Felix? No. What's his, the guy no. he wants to play in the movie? Marcus Phoenix. Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> the Sorry. Master Chief Phoenix. Sorry, guys. That's no, all good. He got Halo and Gears mixed up. He's not an Xbox guy. I'll give you a pass. I got, uh, I got it one name right. There was It was cool to see him in the Gears armor, and then he puts on his trademark yeah. or yellow or orange sunglasses. Um, and it's cool, but like when Terry Crews was announced for Crackdown 3, I was out. I don't want to play as real people. Kit Harrington uh, in Call of Duty couple yeah. years ago i didn't want to do it i did however cave and i played as jeff goldblum in the zombies version of, of course you did. one of the uh i think it was black ops 3 um because jeff goldblum but but jeff goldblum is the man i don't know if i'm going to play as batista very often hell i don't know if i'm going to play online a lot i'm most likely i'm mostly getting this game for the campaign but he's been lobbying to be in the movie he gets to be in the game um and it's cool that they're doing that this is probably a, like dave you're not and, and it's all movie. him like he did all the motion like that's really cool yeah i mean it fucking be better have he's a gosh darn pro wrestler yeah uh but yeah cool for for the fans and i want to say he's free i don't know the answer to that question but i want to say he's a free dlc character telltale games is back from the dead and, and I say that, like, kind of. We've talked a lot on this podcast about Telltale and um, their closed doors and The Walking Dead and the Batman game and and Gears of War and Minecraft and uh, The Wolf Among Us. A lot of games. The, the Guardians of the Galaxy got a Telltale game. A lot of these great franchises kind of went bye-bye right away yeah. because Telltale closed its doors. But according to Polygon, the new Telltale Games is being run by Jamie Otley and Brad Waddle. Otley is the former founder of Galaxy Pest Control. Um which is 
the they actually owned the properties for Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers video games, while Waddle pre- previously ran sales for Havoc's game engine. Uh, let's see. In addition to The Wolf Among Us and the new Batman game, the new Telltale, we'll get those franchises. So we're going to get more Batman and more Wolf Among Us at least um, from this new version of Telltale games, which I thought I had the name of the studio. Um, still neat that they're coming, that they're yeah, still not I, going I nowhere. I can't remember... I can't remember what the name is. All I do is, is Telltale. type in Telltale Games. I'm sure it's going to, the article is going to pop right up. Yeah, they're also they also confirm that some workers from the original Telltale will be offered freelance roles uh, with full time positions possibly available in the future. So as much as it sucks that people lost their jobs, this is like Toys R Us. A chance to get something back. Ch- coming back with a chance to get something back. Yeah, it's good that people are getting jobs. That's really the main Period. part of this story yeah. is that more games are going to be made for people to enjoy, and people are creating jobs. Both good things. Yeah. Mega Man Zero and ZX Collection announced for Nintendo Switch, PS4, PC, and Xbox One. January 1st, 30 bucks. We saw the Mega Man Legacy 20, Collection. Was that, what did I say, January 1st? Yeah. January 21st, thank you, for $30. We saw the Mega Man Legacy Collection 1. We saw Mega Man Legacy Collection 2. We saw Mega Man X uh, Legacy Collection. So we got a lot uh, of Mega Man collections. Why the hell not throw Zero and ZX? Both excellent in their own right. So I'm looking forward to that. What I'm not looking forward to is on the Switch, you're probably going to get the first four games on the cartridge, the second four games in a download code. That's going to piss me yeah, off. Yeah, 100%. I already hate that so, so much. But uh, moving into one story in the music section, the early November released a new video. I watched it. And a new uh, single in Ave Maria. Easily my favorite song so far. Same, off of, of same. Lilac. Didn't know Ace was left-handed. Dude, I thought that too yeah. when he went back Her, to when he dropped yeah. back to pass. They did a very Friday, yeah. Friday night lights. They even put the 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 colors. His wife was in it. Jeff yeah, was and, in it, and his kids. Yeah, it was great. Cool. Yeah, that was cool. So uh, the newest single by the early November. And I did like the end where they're holding them up and he gives you the final line. I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah, it's a it's a really good song. Yeah, it was. It was outside of the cool video. Best song they released Out of so the far. three songs so far released 100%. off of Lilac, which comes out September 27th, just a little bit of a reminder, just three weeks from the day you're listening to this, um, Lilac will be out. We'll have our review on episode 154, maybe 153, I can't yeah. remember, but we're both going to get that day one, yep. um, and I'm super, super excited. Yep. If if I will, I, I just hope that a lot of the songs are in the same vein as Ave Maria, as same. opposed to maybe like I Dissolve. I Dissolve, not my favorite. Yeah. Not my favorite track. I do like um, Hit by a Car and Euphoria. Like, I dig yeah. that. It's a good anthem song to, to turn up Frank. loud in the car. But Avi Maria just has this vibe through it the entire way where I'm I'm tapping my toes the yep. whole time. So it's my favorite track so far they've released. Um, because we're short on time, I won't go too deep into it. I will just say that in the other section, AEW had All Out, uh, their biggest pay-per-view. They go live in less than one month on their weekly television uh, on TNT, they also announced the newest pay-per-view full gear from Baltimore, Maryland, the Royal Farms Arena, coming in November. Uh, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega will finally happen, which is awesome. All Out was going to be so great, super hyped, all this stuff. And to me, it was a good pay-per-view. It was um, I put it probably on like the level of like a good, solid Royal Rumble. It was a good pay-per-view, some technical issues. They put a dog on the entrance ramp with Cody, and they put the pyro out there, well, and the dog got fucking scared. It was his dog. It was his dog, Pharaoh, yeah. Pharaoh. But like... I mean, you gotta put the dog out there with the pyro. Yeah. You know the damn dog's gonna get scared and fucking run away. Bad decision. I, I mean, unless he was trained on it, something like that. But yeah. I, you don't want to do something like that live. That could be dangerous. I tweeted out. Um, I'm on a leash. 
I tweeted out my favorite matches from the card. And uh, as a matter of fact, former writer for WePodcastWeKnowThings.com, Nico Matoro, um, shared his thoughts as well. So real quick, I'm just going to, uh, let's see, give you my favorite matches from the card. We won't go through the whole card. Um, my match of the year, not even close, best match I've seen all year was the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks in a ladder match for the AAA, the AAA uh, tag team titles. Do you know what the Canadian Destroyer is? Mm-mm. It's the move where you... You get the guy up like you're going to do a power bomb, but instead of power bombing or pile driving, you do a flip over him and then bring him with you, and you do a pile oh, driver. Use the it's a front flip pile yeah. driver. The dude from the Lucha Brothers did that from the top of the ladder through a table. Oh, and I, I saw. That. I did actually see I that. I didn't know that spot. was the move. I, yeah, I, I saw tweeted it. out that I think spot. I liked it. Was that not the most disgusting I, I would never, spot? I would never do that ever. It, he, he broke him care. in half. Um, I, I don't care. I would never do that move. Ray Phoenix stole the show for me, and he wrestled injured reportedly uh so for him to have a bum shoulder and still go out there and just blow minds great match my match of the night my match of the year so far my second favorite match was darby allen versus jimmy havoc versus joey janela in a triple threat match uh jimmy havoc picked up the win darby allen had probably the two spots of the match as you know he's a sponsored skate well, if you might not know but he is a sponsor was videos. a sponsored skateboarder he's crazy he got a death wish skateboard which death wish is from baker yeah. um put thumbtacks on the bottom, got the skateboard from under the ring, went to the top rope, jumped off and did an acid drop and landed on Joey Janela's back with the skateboard. Didn't hit him. I thought one of the trucks was going to scrape him and cut him open. He landed perfectly on his back, thumbtack skateboard through the back. I I, I believe that he did that because I've seen a move where he was on like a half pipe. He comes up, does like a stall, Jumps up top, does a backflip, lands perfectly on the board, and then goes down the ramp. I was like, what the hell did I just watch? The old backflip disaster. Yeah, the old no, backflip rock and roll. But so he he's talented as shit. I did see his yeah. tweet. They said, what are you doing now after this? It was just like, hospital. <laughs> I was like, oh <laughs> well, shit. Well, did you see the one spot where he jumped off the top rope at the barrel? Mm-mm. So this was the Cracker Barrel mm. Clash. It was sponsored by Cracker Barrel, right? So of course they have two barrels yeah. out in the ring. And now Wait, you does, that, does he carry it or something? Maybe you, I didn't see You know see he's something. going to, they're going to incorporate them. So he takes, um, he lays Jimmy Havoc down, or maybe it was Janela, on the steel steps. The ring yeah. steps from the outside, lays him down. In between them. So he puts two steps, lays Janela or Havoc down. I can't remember who. Does he, wait, does he jump with the barrel or something? Yes. Yeah, I saw it. He goes to the top rope, yeah, puts crazy. the barrel behind him, behind. and does the trust fall thing he's that he insane. does with the barrel. Gets out. They get out of the way. He lands on the steel steps with the barrel, crashes through the barrel, hits the steel steps, and he was out after that. Yeah. That was his goodbye from the match. He was incapacitated. Uh, Jimmy he's Havoc gets doing that move. Gets the, when he's like, 23, bro. He's got to He don't stop. give a shit. He's going to break his spine if Monsignor Doolin was watching him. He's got to stop, man. It would be I'd, bad I'd, stuff. That's so scary. Uh, third favorite match was Pac versus Omega. John Moxley came down with MRSA, an infection in his elbow, so he yeah. couldn't wrestle. But Pac, who was Neville in the WWE, still healed. The bastard Pac. Good came filler. In, had a great yeah. match with Kenny Omega. Good match. Really solid. I like the finish, too. Omega did not go over. Uh, Pac wins with a submission. I really wow. thought that was smart booking. Um, not a great wrestling match, but another great story was Sean Spears versus Cody Rhodes. Absolutely love the story here. Sean Spears, which is formerly Ty Dillinger in WWE, um, loved it. Really good storytelling. Cody continues to not maybe be the best overall wrestler, but tells the best stories, um, each and every pay-per-view. Then you had Jungle Express, which is my boy Luchasaurus with Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt versus SCU. This opened up the pay-per-view. Some people were kind of bored with this match. I thought it was a really good match. 
Uh, I liked it a lot. And then finally, Chris Jericho versus Hangman Page for the AEW title. Chris Jericho goes over with the Judas Effect elbow. Um, a little bit delayed on the cover. Thought he was going to kick out. Didn't. But they put the title on the right guy. Jericho's the one who's going to be able to get them on the map. So you knew he was going to have some bubbly. And he had the funniest backstage promos afterwards. Then they did this angle where he lost the title and the friggin' police found it. Like, really good stuff going on social media, really trying to get the AEW stuff trending. Um, In the pre show, even uh, Evans and Angelico or Angelico uh, lost a tag team match, I think, to the Dark Order. But man, as good of a tag team as they are, and they went full heel. They need a friggin' tag team name because I can't keep saying Jack Evans and a Helico. They need some sort of uh, name. And somebody tweeted at me, what about Evan Helico? And I was like, done. I think you just won Twitter for the day. But all out, good pay-per-view. Won't say it's great. Won't say it's AEW's best. But I enjoyed it. I spent my 60. Probably not going to do that again. (laughs) Probably just going to wait till till, uh, the next day and watch the highlights or whatever. exactly. Probably not going to watch Welcome to my world. (laughs) Apple has announced its next iPhone event will take place on September 10th at 1 p.m. Looks like we're getting the iPhone 11. I think I'm due for an upgrade. So we'll see. (laughs) Sam, what is your pick of the week? Pick of the week. Again, I went from something on Netflix. I saw Dave Serpell's new special. Good for you. Sticks and Stones. Good for you. I I thought it was funny as shit. I don't think it was his best, but it was far from his worst. Again, if you can get me to belly laugh, I know it's a good special. And again, guys, from the title Sticks and Stones, you're going to get offended. Don't watch it. But if you could take a joke and understand. And you know, you know, if you've been watching Dave Chappelle from the Chappelle Show, you know where you're going and you know what to expect. I think it was like an hour, hour, 10 minutes. I think it's exactly what you want. If you need to laugh, watch it. Netflix, Dave Chappelle, Sticks and Stones. I'm continuing my trend of picking music. Um, and one of my favorite bands released a song for the first time in about two to three years. And it's just a single new record comes out. I think October 5th, somewhere in there, miniature tigers. Oh yeah. I love miniature. I know you do. They released a song called manic upswings. It's four minutes long. And I'm, I'm telling you now, it's my favorite miniature tiger song since 2010. Damn. In the past decade. It is my favorite miniature tiger song since the some some songs off of of Mia Farrow. Um, wow. Probably as easy easy as all that is my former favorite mini tiger song. This song is is better than that, and like they're just as good as this song is so catchy and so perfect, and the video is so one camera in a an apartment, hilarious as shit, just super good video, and it's the perfect video to a damn good song, and uh, it's like. Gets mini tigers back to their like tell it to the volcano roots. I think they lost a little bit with um, I Dreamt I Was a Cowboy. Cruel Runnings was really summery pop fun album, but I didn't love I Dreamt I Was a Cowboy. It looks like this new record is going to get me back on track with mini tigers. I love mini tigers. Great live performance too. Me and Pope Joy go every time and we dance our friggin' asses off. So super pumped to have mini tigers back. That was episode 150. A lot of D23, a lot of Nintendo Direct, and a lot of reviews. But again, we just wanted to say thank you to everybody who listens to our show. We could not do it without you. And I would say this first episode from the new studio was a rousing success. Thank you very much for, for coming over. You guys are the long, real MVP. And it was a long drive for you. So thanks oh, a lot. Oh, for, for yeah, you know, two and a half minutes. Uh, but everybody, Struggle. thank you so much. Check out the Ion Ryan Show new episode coming this Tuesday. And we'll be back next week for episode 151. Now it's time to watch some football. Oh, 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 oh